welcome to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This week, I'm joined by my friends Pip, James, Adam, and Reese for Solemn Vale, a narratively-driven storytelling game where the players tell abhorrent tales of horror and the supernatural. Published by Dirty Vortex, Solemn Vale is set against the backdrop of 1970s England, exploring a repugnant world of folk horror and the paranormal. Each game is a communal storytelling experience, with the players taking on the roles of visitors to this village, ensnared in a tale of mystery and survival. Guided by the narrator, each story will deliver a small glimpse into the grim underbelly of the Vale, and the festering malevolence feeding it. Success is by no means certain, as the weird corrupts and destroys all those who confront it. You can find out more and grab your own copy on dirtyvortex.net. So, as you may have guessed it, this one-shot is a little bit different to our previous one-shots, as it was a live-stream game for Actual Play UK, a streaming channel for UK-based TTRPG podcasts to come together and create collaborations. This episode's audio was taken from that live stream and you can watch the original stream on Actual Play UK's YouTube channel. I'll put a link to it on the What Am I Rolling website and in this episode's show notes. A massive thank you to Actual Play UK for hosting this game with a special shout out to John for being a wonderful producer and tech for the streams. I am really pleased with how this game came out and I am so thankful we got the opportunity to run it. I'm also 100% running Solemn Vale again. It just ticks all the boxes for me as someone who loves horror and as a GM. So please go check out Actual Play UK on Twitch. You can watch the VODs of previous games on Actual Play UK's YouTube channel. Both those links, along with where you can get Solemn Vale, are in this episode's show notes. Solemn Vale uses a system called the Weird Abacus. It's a system that uses attribute pools, dice, and a simple bidding mechanic to support the flow of the fiction. When faced with threats and challenges, the players can draw upon the weird to tilt the odds in their character's favour. But beware, the consequences of doing so will linger, risking outcomes both fair and foul. So here's how to play Solemn Vale. There are two types of roles, challenge roles, and influence roles. To resolve a challenge, one of the players will attempt a challenge roll, which is rolling 1d6 with the aim of matching or exceeding the challenge value that has been set. Before rolling, the player can choose to assign points from one of their three abilities, mind, body, or soul, to the roll in order to boost the outcome. Every ability point assigned increases the result on the die by one, so it's a point for point trade. Once the points are assigned, the player makes the roll. If the result is equal to or greater than the challenge value, they overcome it. If they fail to overcome a challenge, well, there's consequences to be had. Damage in the form of reducing an ability score, or scratching out an ability completely, or much worse. Influence roles are when the narrator may want to determine which character is affected by a particular twist of the narrative or to pose a minor contest which doesn't warrant a challenge, per se, but could shape the outcome of the current scene. 
These rolls are based on either a character's initial ability score or their current weird score. When the narrator calls for an influence roll, the players will assemble as many d6s as their character has in whichever value has been asked for. They will then roll their dice pools and note the highest value on any of their die as their result. The final two elements I'm going to briefly talk about are the stage rules and the weird pool. Each story in Solemn Vale has a set of overarching stage rules affecting it. They are distinct mechanical elements that may reoccur across several scenes, play a key role in how the game unfolds, or otherwise are core to its concept or theme. These rules set the stage, so to speak. They combine with any stage rules for locations, denizens, or other effects at work to create the challenges in each scene that the players have to overcome. Then there's the weird pool. At the beginning of each scene, the narrator assembles a weird pool of points, equal to the number of characters plus one. A player can draw a weird point from the scene pool and add it to their character's personal pool in order to do one of the following mechanics. Add a plus one to the result of a challenge roll after the die has been rolled. Allow the character to spend points from a different ability than normal on a single challenge roll. Allow the character to spend points on a challenge that they are not present in the scene for, and much, much more. At the end of the scene, all remaining weird points in the pool are lost, and the pool is then refreshed when the next scene begins. Characters' personal weird pools remain, however, and will likely rise throughout the game as players draw on the weird pool further and further. As we go through character creation, how to recover ability points, and consequences of failing challenges on stream, I don't want to dwell on them too much here. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one shot where the players and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. And what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. So, with all that out of the way, let's play Solemn Vale. Hello, 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 and welcome and greetings, local residents and visitors far and wide to the Actual Play UK channel. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, my, my name is Fiona. I don't say whoop, whoop enough. I clearly need to keep doing it. Uh, my name is Fiona. I use she, her pronouns, and I have the humble, humble honour and privilege of being the narrator for tonight's session of Solemn Vale which is a tabletop RPG published by Dirty Vortex. Now, before I get this wonderful cast of misguided fools to introduce themselves, I'm going to quickly describe what Solemn Vale is and put forward just a general sort of content note for tonight's session. So Solemn Vale, uh, if you dive right, right into it, is a quaint little town in the southwest of England, isolated from uh, the world by a jagged coastline and dense woodland, scarred by mining works thrashing and rioting at the threat of closure. The close-knit community gives rise to a village mentality where the newest visitors and smallest infractions can become sources of gossip and scandal overnight. It is a land uh, steeped in history where forgotten sects pray to pagan gods in the dark corners of Thatcher's Britain. Southern Vale is a narratively driven storytelling game published by Dirty Vortex, as I've said, set against the backdrop of 1970s England, exploring a unseen world of folk horror and supernatural. Each of these games is a communal storytelling experience and our players are going to be taking on the roles of visitors to this fine village, ensnared in a tale of mystery and survival. Guided by myself, the narrator, each story is going to 
delivered like a tiny little glimpse into the grim underbelly of the veil and the festering evil feeding it. Success is by no means certain, as the weird corrupts and destroys all that who, con- who confronts it. Sodom Vale, if anything, is a state of mind, twisted and macabre, laced with dread and paranoia, and occasionally tinged with dark humour. It is the darkness in the cave, the shopkeep's stern glare, the lone voice urging you every, uh, forward when every sight, sound and shiver of your spine tells you to turn back. Now, as you might have guessed, this particular game may contain horror themes and variations thereupon. Uh, as a cast, we've gone over our safety tools. We've discussed our lines and veils off stream, but I just wanted to take an opportunity for you, the visitors watching this stream at home or the VOD later on. I want to give you permission to step away from this story at any point and look after yourself if things get too much, because I always say that your well-being is more important than the roles at the table. Now, with all sort of that little bit of admin at the top of the session out of the way, I'm going to get the players to introduce themselves. We're going to go around and sort of... Ant- uh, clockwise order so that's going to be adam james reese and then pip uh, i'm going to get players to introduce themselves with their name their pronoun what show they're representing this evening and i've asked them as sort of an icebreaker for a spooky fact about themselves yep it's one of those horrible hr things i'm gonna do it so help me so let's go first with adam please Hey, hello. Yes, my name is Adam. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm the DM over at Gunpowder Treason No Plot, a D&D podcast. And a spooky fact about myself, uh, the only one that really came to mind that's maybe spooky, depending on the context, is I'm quite double-jointed. So I can twist things backwards and bend them upside down and all the rest of it. But you yourself are double-jointed rather than the things you touch are double-jointed. <laughs> yes, things... Okay. I am double-jointed. I don't make you, things double-jointed. You, that would what? be a very Wait, sorry, you, you make things double-jointed when you touch them? <laughs> it is also an, an unspooky fact, but it's also Adam's birthday today, so please mm-hmm. give him various accolations in the chat as well. Thank you. Happy birthday, Adam. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Adam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday, Adam. That's not going to save you from the story, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next up is James, please. Hi, uh, I'm James Barbarossa. My pronouns are he, him. Um, today I am I am here representing uh, Realms of Peril and Glory, uh, frequenters of this stream, but it is my first time on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a spooky fact about me mm-hmm. is that when I was three, two or three, uh, I began vehemently insisting to my parents that, in fact, I... Uh, my home was in Holland, a country I had never heard of. Incredible. And my parents tell me that they got the distinct vibe that I was uh, from Holland in a previous life somehow, <laughs> uh, which was, uh, I gather, quite alarming because I would keep leaving the house and walking down the road at, of my own accord. Um, so that, that there you go. Incredible! Wow, that that's that's pretty good. An, an unspooky fact about James is that it's not his birthday today. It's the fact it's unbirthday. So please, Ooh, thank you, James. Thank you. Ooh, terrible <laughs> regards <laughs> to you. Many hateful returns. I will, and I, I have had a horrible day. So it's oh. all good. No. <laughs> and some people came to your house and took away things that you liked yes. from you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Every day they do that. Yeah. And I stop them. Oh. Uh, nice. Next up is Reese. Please introduce um, yourself. 
Hello, my name's Reese Lawton. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm here representing Who Lives, Who Dies. Um, and before I start on any spooky facts about me, just, James, you look like you're posing for the photo on the back of a horror book. And it makes me so happy. Just it, ah, oh, it's, this it's is scratching just, my brain in all the right yeah, places. This is his whole vibe. This is it's, just my vibe at all times. It's beautiful. The vibe Thank is beautiful. You. I love it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, spooky fact about me, I, my, one of my first jobs ever uh, was working for a crematorium. Um, Ooh. Yes, uh, because it was a very short walk down the road from my parents' house. <laughs> and I got mm-hmm. I got 15 pounds to be a pallbearer uh, for people who didn't have enough people to support the coffin. So yeah, it was uh, it's a that's the spookiest thing about me, I yeah. think. I mean, I, I'm waiting for the foot, the shoe to drop and like your parents have mysteriously disappeared uh, <laughs> and you now own that house, which is... <laughs> I mean, as, as, as a separate thing, I was raised to be a cult leader, but that's a completely, oh. that's a completely <laughs> yeah. different thing. Yeah, like, that's, that's not spooky. Everyone yeah, does that's that. Not spooky. Uh, an unspooky fact about Reese is that his his current setup, it looks like uh, this picture we see before he goes missing, I think. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Last scene <laughs> comes up in all the news reports. Uh, last but by no means least, Pip, could you introduce yourself for us, please? Hello there. Um, I'm Pip Gladwin, and uh, like my colleague uh, James Barbarossa uh, uh, over there, I am also here representing Realms of Peril and Glory. And it is very far from my first time streaming with Actual Play UK. Uh, if anything, I'm in too many of their shows, and I should stop. Um, a spooky fact about myself. This is more of an anecdote, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it as quickly as I can. Okay. So and it's it's gonna there's gonna be a moment during this anecdote where you go, oh no, is he gonna say something bad is gonna happen and it's gonna be okay, and I promise. Um so when I was in sixth form, uh uh it was wintry, we were right by Hampstead Heath, we were out on a lunch break, uh, and one of the lakes had kind of frozen over. So we were all like sort of mucking around down by this frozen lake. We were sort of chucking rocks and bits of ice and stuff trying to break the ice on the on on the on the lake and just you know just dicking around like you do in your early 20s um and uh i was wearing gloves because it's very cold i picked up half a brick right which was kind of part of the general sort of stones and stuff down around this area next to the lake Mm -hmm. and i did a big swing to throw it but it was wet and the gloves were wet and it came out of my hand very hard about halfway through the swing. And I turned my head, and over to the right of me was a group of primary school children. Oh, dear. And this half brick was just (laughs) flying at this small boy's head, like directly at this small boy's head. And uh, the spooky part of the story, I guess, was that moment when I saw what was about to happen, and genuinely, time stopped, and I just went, okay, so I kill a child now. And here is how that's going to affect my life going forwards. Like, obviously, it's not a, a murder, but it's slaughter. It's, 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 I had all this time to sort of process what was about to happen and the effect that it was going to have on me. And then he saw something shiny and ducked. Like, literally, he saw something on the ground that he was interested in and went, oh, what's that? And the thing just over the top of him clattered away and absolutely no one noticed. No, not a single human being. No one I was with, none of the kids, none of the teachers that they were with. And basically my friends all sort of turned around and I basically sort of collapsed and was like, (gasps) you know, like, what's wrong? I nearly killed a child. Anyway, that's my spooky story. I nearly killed a child. There we go. 
Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Wow. Well. Oh, I didn't like that. No, no, no I didn't yeah. think you would. Yeah. yeah. No, no follow-up questions, Pip. Thanks very for your good. <laughs> <laughs> a true story. story very and, uh, and if you're watching, small boy, uh, you're welcome. No, that doesn't work. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, well. Yeah. I hope he's it's- well. I hope he's well. <laughs> There's going to be a moment later on where the old lights all go out and that boy appears. <laughs> I'm <And> it- fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Well, thank you, my wonderful visitors to Solemn Vale. We are very lucky to have you with us. Now, the structure for this particular session is going to be a little bit different as I've asked the players to come with a complete blank slate because we are going to create their characters live on stream together, flesh out their connections, a little bit of backstory before we take a break and then start the scenario. The reason is because I'm quite selfish and I actually like character creation, mm. especially when it's quite short. And a lot of actual plays don't really show this process. And I think sometimes, as long as we do it in a nice structured manner, as long as the folks are engaging doing it, which tick, we've all got really good engaging stories about spookiness. Um, it means that people learn how to play the game and how to create their characters off of that. So that is the reason why I've, I've sort of begged them to be like, don't come up with anything, don't worry, it's all fine. Um, so... So the plan for the structure is, as I've already said, I'm going to read aloud the, the introduction and the concept of today's scenario that we're going to be telling. We're then going to spend the first half creating the characters inspired by the story concept. We're then going to have our break. And then on the return, I'm going to open, do the opening scene. And then we're going to go from there, moving from scene to scene. And as each uh, concludes, bearing the consequences of success or failure as the story plays out. And then once we're close to time, we're going to sign off at an appropriate point, whether it's positive but most likely negative. Uh, we're going to do a quick outro from all of us here and then off stream, we're going to do a quick debrief with a safety tool I like to call Stars and Wishes just to make sure everyone is okay. So, my fine visitors to Solemn Vale, shall I tell you what our scenario is this evening? Yes, please. Okay. The residents of Solemn Vale know better than to respond to cries of help in the middle of the night. If someone makes a noise outside, they draw the curtains, switch off the lights and wait for screaming to die down before risking a peek outside. They've known the Neville family for years. They live on Sword Terrace. Their neighbours on either side have now tried... Uh, 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 when, sorry, when the, when the cries for help go up from this particular house, their neighbours on either side follow the tried and true pattern of ignoring them. <laughs> Whatever it is that's bothering them is clearly no business of the tailors who live in a cottage nearby or the Hickstons at number three. Neither family checks the scene after the screaming stops. Some things are better left alone, or at least best left for a passing police officer to discover. The issue comes with the visitors, our players, who represent a TV production team and an interviewer looking to do a candid drop-in on the Neville family. You see, the Neville's son, Marcus, when a competition he entered with to meet uh, to meet oh entered with the BBC to meet celebrity children's television host Noel Kelly, who arrives with the crew. Sadly, what the BBC team discover at the Neville House is well, let's take at the footage, shall we? So, players, tonight you are going to be making up a team, uh, a, a team which is the television crew from the BBC. This could, in, uh, including the celebrity children's host, Noel Kelly. So roles could include, as suggestions, op- a camera operator, a director, an interviewer, and even Noel Kelly. None of you have to play them, but I'm just putting it out there, just in case. 
The only note I'm going to give you is that you all of you should feel largely resentful about having to travel to the middle of nowhere to meet this Marcus Neville. But from what you've read of the letter he sent in that won the competition is that his love for Noel Kelly and the warmth of his home life is endearing. And you may have connected on in some level for it. So that is your thing. So have a think about what kinds of character you'd like to be. Maybe you're thinking about the persona of it, uh, the roles and stuff. Again, we can talk about it and if people come up with the same role, that is also fine. We can work with that as well because there's plenty of stuff to do in the uh, TV crew. Now, whilst you're getting on with that, I'm going to just tell the viewers at home what the main mechanic is for the uh, for Solemn Vale. So Solemn Vale works on something called the Weird Abacus. It simply is a system that uses attribute pools, dice, and a simple bidding mechanic that supports the flow of the fiction. The main mechanic you're going to see today is challenge, uh, challenge roll. So to resolve a challenge, one of our players will attempt a challenge roll, which will roll one dice of 1d6, matching or exceeding the value of the challenge value that I'm going to give. This may represent one character overcoming a particular obstacle or several characters working in tandem. Before throwing the dice, they could choose any of the assigned ability points to the roll and boost the outcome. Every ability point assigned increases the result on the d6 by one, so a point for one point by. Any player who's involved in an attempt can overcome, can spend points to do so. There's no limit on how many points they can spend, but normally they can only assign it from one of the abilities they have, and they, each character will have three abilities. There is something in each scene, though, called the weird pool, which we'll talk about in a little bit of detail in the second half. A player can take a point from this weird pool to allow uh, them to spend points from a different ability, or maybe appear in the scene, or even boost the roll after it has been rolled. The thing is, though, if they roll and they equal to or go above the challenge rating, uh, the challenge value, sorry, they succeed. If they don't, well, there's consequences. This goes from sort of maybe narratively they don't get very far, or maybe damage, or maybe the weird will take an interest in them. So, that's sort of the main mechanic. There's a few more bits and pieces, but we'll get onto it when in due time. So, my wonderful players. Let's have a quick chat. So in Solemn Vale, each of you are going to take the control of a single character, you know, role-playing, their personality and choices, the usual things you do in RPGs. You're going to decide how this character is going to try and make their way through this unholding, unfolding horror in the situation you find yourselves in. There are four main steps to create a character. That is a concept, abilities, uh, facets, and then I've put a fourth one in called bombs. So the first one, it's important to pick a concept, you know, something like a story you have in mind that fits in with what we've talked about in that sort of TV crew aspect. So examples in general for Solemn Vale could be uh, an outsider coming to attend a estranged relative's funeral, uh, a police officer coming to uh, dispatch to investigate crime in general, uh, a journalist coming to dig up some story from the past, any of those things. But I've given you sort of the restriction of a television crew. Yeah. So that is sort of the thing. And you all know each other for at least six months. That's the other thing I'm going to put on top of that as well. So my question, my first question to you, my wonderful players, is anyone keen to play Noel Kelly? <laughs> it's tempting. <laughs> otherwise, um, le that leaves it to me, which is fine, but I want to make sure I just double Yeah, which is, which is also good. Um, yeah, I don't... I don't it, it, it's it's tempting, but I don't know that I have an immediate idea about yeah. what I would do with that. 
uh, uh, off the bat. That's fine. Um, that's fine. If, there's so no if anybody else does, yeah, if, if anyone can can go for no color, but it's not it's not uh, necessary. You don't have to have them with your crew, crew, so to speak. They will appear in the story, but you don't have to play them. I just wanted to check. I'm not a hundred percent sure who Noel Kelly is. It's a made-up person. Then great. <laughs> <laughs> it's much easier. That does make it easier. Yeah, they are just a children's uh, TV host. Think Blue Peter style. That's what they're sort of Got going it. for here. Yeah. Yeah, I will say any persons featured in this scenario are fictional Naturally. until proven, proven <laughs> until otherwise. All right, well, I'll put No Kelly off to one side for the moment. Uh, again, if people maybe later on be like, oh, I really want to play them, that's fine. But, all right. Well, in that case, we're going to go in reverse order, if that's all right, uh, and just sure. talk about what a kind of story we're talking about. So, Pip, mm. what's the concept you're thinking of? Maybe like a line or two summary of the kind of character you would like to play. You don't have to have named them yet or got an uh, appearance or anything like that, but just the concept that would fit within this story. Um, sorry. Uh, my immediate thought, and I don't know why I've gone this way, I don't have any particular attachment to this at all, but um, my brain has gone immediately to uh, to uh, the, the the role of makeup artist. Excellent. Um, I don't <laughs> know why, but that's where it's gone. Um, mm -hmm. And in terms of in terms of a character type, hmm, it's a good question. Um, but the role of makeup artist—that's, I think, that's a decent one. Yeah, I mean, that's where that's where that's my starting point, and maybe I'm just going to write that down. Let's. Yeah, that's I'd what write I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm write gonna, that down. I'm going to do a, that. As your startup, yeah, you are part of this team. You are the makeup artist, or the the yeah the person that will brighten up Noel Kelly's. I now assume they have like amazing hair because it's the seventies slash eighties in my head. So <laughs> brilliant. Uh, Reese, any thoughts on a concept, my friend? Ooh, had two possible ones I was mm -hmm. thinking of. Again, much the same, not particularly tied, but see okay. what happens. So either the kind of incredibly naive runner who mm. is just really keen for everyone to have a nice day and just... And the other is the, the silent camera operator. And of the two, I, I think I prefer the runner. Runner? Yeah. It's more fun. Yeah. That, that's fine, that's fine. I'm gonna go for it. Uh, James. Well, my one character idea was a really cheery runner, so that, <laughs> that's gone. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. It's all good. Uh, oh, what would be fun? Um, I think just sort of like, um, I think, uh, like just a quite, uh, like very overworked and underslept like sort of like pr production organizer yeah like on set production organizer yeah. Producer. Yeah, producer just like not ever really given enough information to do their job um mm. but like just like you're gonna go there and pretend you know more than you do perfect yeah i yeah. think that works quite well Really good, really good. And then Adam. I was leaning towards director. Mm -hmm. And I was immediately getting to uh, my mind someone who was maybe 
incredibly unqualified for the job. Ooh. Maybe been brought into it more through uh, nepotism and rich contacts than actually knowing what he's doing. Perfect. Yeah, I like that. I like that uh, something. You, I guess for this as well, uh, maybe for the sake of this, maybe you are the camera person as well as the director. You want to get the right shot as well. Yeah. Or, you, or the budget has been so low that you're just like, well, uh, I'll do it. And yet you're underqualified as well. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, makeup artist, runner, producer, director. Great. And then Noel as well. Fabulous. So now you've got sort of your concept ideas. Have a, have a little think about anything else you want to include. Other. They don't have to anything. They don't have to have a connection to Solemn Vale. I will say that right now. Those were just some of the examples I was giving. Um, but we'll go on to step two, which is abilities. So each of mm. each of your characters will have three abilities: mind, uh, body, mind, and soul. Yeah. Uh, each of these are going to have a numerical value assigned to them, indicating the starting and maximum points this character possesses in that ability. Uh, and dictates any of the size of the influence roles, which is another game mechanic. So body deals with those physical challenges, uh, and the three of them uh, that sort of come up are obstruction, pursuit, and threat. Mind is thought more mental challenges, which are sort of logic, pressure, and wits. And then the soul deals with the spiritual and the occult challenges of foreboding, invocation, and of course our favorite, taint which I think is an absolutely terrible word for it. <laughs> and I know it's going to break everyone every time it comes up, so I'm just going to get it out of the way now. Yep. Um, between those three abilities, you have 15 points to spread between them. Uh, minimum value should be at least three. Maximum is at least nine. The one thing I want to say is that a high value doesn't mean you're necessarily like super strong or brave or smart or anything like that. It just means that you possess a great capacity to deal with those sorts of challenges. So you, you don't have to be like super muscly or anything like that. You just so happen to just in this moment be in, have enough strength to push the person away, etc. So have a think about that. The other thing to note is that as the story progresses, you're going to expend some of these points for these roles, these uh, challenge roles we talked about, and regain them to overcome them. Um, at any point, if you have zero in a particular ability that ability is scratched out if it if you have if for whatever reason you have to remove some points from that and it's scratched out an ability scratch out you're dead oh, so my advice is maybe don't put three in one thing <laughs> maybe have a little bit of a buffer that's just just my advice but you don't have to you don't have to go with me you don't have to do it at all again it's very easy to come up with other characters for this as well uh Cool. Once you've done that, another little bit of a thinky one, so step three is something called facets. So I want you, for each of those abilities, so body, mind, and soul, I want you to think of two facets or two sort of descriptors that would go with it. It's like a brief description that would add detail and depth to your character. Uh, I will say a facet doesn't have to be positive in nature. So, like, for example, you might be like, oh, look, uh, my character's athletic or quick-witted, but they could also be clumsy or aloof. It can add enough to the story. It's just a way to um, branch out your character a little bit and give you a little bit of sense of focus. One of the rules we're going to be using for this game, which might help, uh, or just something to think about in terms of roleplay, is that once we do a scene, if you have played to one of the facets in that scene and we all go, yeah, you did that, you can restore an extra point to one ability, which might come in useful. Yeah. Later, because at the end of every scene, you will be able to restore one point to one of your abilities. 
And so if you played it also too fast, that would be an additional point on top of that. Okay. So have, have a little bit of a think. And then we'll go around again just to hear your, your facets and like where you've distributed your points, so to speak. But and take your time. I'm just going to take a nice drink of squash because I look like I'm from the 70s. <laughs> Don't mind me, chaps. Do the facets have to be related to each of the abilities? Um, ideally, but they don't yeah. have to be positive. So, like, you know, I'll give the example of, like, athletic, and that will probably go with the body, but equally it could be clumsy or anything like that. And we can we can always talk them through as well if you're struggling. Basically, it's just a way that if you've gone, oh, I, I... Like, you succeeded at some challenges in a scene, but you tripped, at least, or something like that, then that would be like, oh, you did use clumsy, you played to your clumsy thing, so you get to restore a point after that scene, if you see what I mean. It's the way to help you Got out. Um, just looking at the way that the body, mind, soul are laid out, and it's entirely possible that you already said this, and I mm, apologize if you did. No. Um, uh, this is going to be great radio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you've got the you got you got the two circles. Yes. That are linked, and then the two little boxes either side. Um, so. Were, yeah. Yes. So the top circle would be your max, so whatever your the big point is. Yeah. And then the bottom circle will probably be your current. Current. Like, so that goes up and down. Uh, the boxes, I mm-hmm. assume, uh, you cross out that first box means the ability is striked out. And if you cross it off again, then you are dead. So they're, they're, they are like a, a way to indicate that it's been crossed out. Got it. Without ruining anything. Again, it's a, the character sheet is not, not super brilliant. It's very short, I'll admit, but it's... Uh, not form fillable, which is also annoying. Hmm. I'll also say, for sake of clarity, on the uh, character sheet as well, there is a, a little, little nice little boxes called weird. That will be your weird pool, and everyone starts at zero weird. There's going to be something that you will track uh, in that. So just just be in mind that you should have a space somewhere that just says weird. W Y R D. It's not a facet. You're not weird. <laughs> Might be. Might be. All right, so let's go round. Uh, we'll go uh, clockwise again. So, Adam, uh, how are you doing on creating your character? What are your facets and what's the sort of general sort of uh, spread of your ability points? Uh, so, ability points, I went four in body, six in mind, five in soul. Mm-hmm. And facets, I've got a couple, but I haven't got all of them yet. That's so, okay. for mind. I was giving. I was going with uh, arrogant. I think that kind of director. Yeah. Yeah. And soul. I was actually going to put down a courageous, more through ignorance than uh, anything mm. else. But uh, maybe uh, courageous, uh, like what's uh, not stout-hearted, but like yeah, you said they're just like we'll see it through to the end, that sort of mm. thing. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, I'll let you figure out those other ones. Uh, James. What have you got, my friend? Uh, so far, um, I've uh, my my abilities. I've gone for five body, mm. six mind, mm. and four soul. Mm. Um, because I that's sort of what I feel like a producer would would have. Would have <laughs> Less soul, soul. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I for for soul. I, I'm I'm sort of trying to go for one kind of positive and one negative for each yes. one mm-hmm. that feels that feels right mm-hmm. uh for soul i have gone for uh dispassionate 
Ooh. Uh, but but also purposeful. Yeah. So like, they do their they they committed to doing their job, mm-hmm. but not in a that means nothing to them personally. Yeah. Yes. You know, like yeah, they, they've, I got, am, they've got yeah. the purpose, but they're not no, they're not like super passionate about it. They won't stay late. As soon as it clicks five yeah. o'clock, they're like, it's we're done. <laughs> All right, I'm we're going. Done. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, any other facets you've got? Just are you still thinking? Uh, mind, I have put. I'm still doing body. Mind, yeah. I have put uh, irritable, <laughs> um, but also adaptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. I went to film school. I'm picturing a few people's personalities. <laughs> um, so nice. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, I'll let you get on with those body ones. Uh, Reese. How are you doing, my friend? Hey. Hi. Hi. So what have you got for your like distribution of points and what facets have you got currently? Uh, little Chaos Gremlin has decided to go three in mind, because why not? Um, <laughs> four in body and eight in soul. Oh, cute. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, any, yeah. any, any facets yet or are you still thinking? Uh, so far I've got empathetic for soul mm-hmm. and distracted for mind. Mm. Um, I might also put curious for mind as well. Curious is a good one. Yeah, like um, I haven't got anything for body yet. Yeah, don't don't worry, don't worry. Again, these things will come again. I appreciate. It. I've kind of let this upon you. Uh, so, but it's fine. It's just more so that you didn't prep anything, which is what <laughs> I like about it. Uh, moving over to Pip. What have, we got for our, what have we got for our makeup artist? Right now, uh, I've gone. Uh, I've gone body six. Hmm. Uh, I've got mind five mm-hmm. and then soul four is mm-hmm. what I've gone for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have uh, uh, a, what are we calling them? Facets? Um, facets. I don't have a facet for uh, or all my facets yet, but I've got, I don't know if this is accurate. It probably isn't, but I don't care. Um, I've got the <laughs> facet gymnast. In in body, <laughs> athletic. Put athletic. <laughs> okay, I'm putting it in brackets next to gym. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what you meant, but we're all uh, like, <laughs> sure. Um, uh, and um, I've gone. I've I've put logical in mind, but I, again, I want to do the thing of like good and bad because that's yeah, fun to do. Yeah, I want to. Um, uh, and I don't have anything for soul yet, but that's I will okay. That's okay. Do soon. Yeah, that's all right. Well, what we'll do, we'll give it a, a couple number of seconds, and then we can always think of stuff in the break as well. So don't want you to don't want you to worry too much about like I must have a perfect character sheet right now, because uh, that's not fair. Um, but I'll talk about the next step, the final step, so that people know. So once you've got an idea of what your characters are, we're going to take a little bit of time to sort of flesh them out, and we're going to use uh, something that is uh, again, it's an optional rule, but I quite like it. So during character creation, I want each of you to choose another character. So ideally, you should choose everyone should get one connection, so to speak, and you're going to determine how you know that character, uh, that person, and what sort of it says here strong reaction you have to them. And some examples could be, is it friendship? Is it bitterness? Is it a rivalry? Is it protectiveness? Um, because then at the end of a scene, if the group agrees that you sort of drew on your connection to help achieve your goal in some way, then you will regain an additional point in uh, one of your abilities as well. So it's a way to just get points back if you, you know, if you role play to your facets and to your connection, so to speak. So again, we can, we can match those up in a second as well. I'll give you a few more... Uh, maybe about another minute or so just to think of some facets and then we'll go on to those bonds. I'm just going to sit here and look very pretty drinking my squash and not worry about things. 
I should have worn black lipstick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, yeah. next week. If there's one thing we now next know, week. it's that all of us should have done that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, they, I'm looking out of my window just now, and there's a fog and a rain rolling in my direction, <laughs> and I'm just Perfect. like, this could not have worked out better. So I, I'm enjoying <laughs> this view and also this view. So. <laughs> When I'm going to be pulled off screen and by some big horrible force, that's, uh, that's when you know things are going awry. Right, I'm going to give you a pause there so you can come back to your facets in a second. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about bonds. We're going to go back back around the circle, go uh, anti-clockwise. Mm. So we'll start off with Pip. I would like you to pick another character. So you have uh, a wonderful runner, a sort of uh, put-upon producer, and then our... Um, Inexperienced uh, director. Yes. Who's who? What character? Uh, which of these characters would you like a connection to, and what's the strong reaction that you would have towards them? It's not going to be reciprocal. It is just a one-way. Of course. Feeling. Of course. Um, is this just one? We're just picking one character. One character. One, one character. Just yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Interesting. I think that. Uh, whatever this character's name is going to be, mm-hmm. that they... I think there's going to be a... I think there's going to be a strong... a strong... Uh, let's go strong protective instinct on delightful little runner. Like, Aww. you know, nobody cares about the little guy. Um, <laughs> so then then I think that's where we're going to go, I think. Perfect. All right, write that down. So uh, you are protective of Reese's character, who is the happy-go-lucky runner. So that is... Moving on then to Reese, if you can pick uh, another one of these characters, Reese. Uh, ideally, not Pip, so that everyone else gets a uh, a thing, just yeah. uh, just to make sure it's right. But yeah, uh, so uh, another character that you have a strong reaction to. So you have a choice of the put upon producer or the. Uh, um, I keep wanting to say inept. No, in- <laughs> inexperienced. <laughs> I mean, I think he's a bit inept as well. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of the the wonderful inept director. Um, so this uh, very naive runner looks up to them like it's like a protege relationship where mm. they mm. they des- they are desperate to get the accolades mm. and the praise and learn and really learn from this this director. Oh, so you could say you're in awe of the director. In awe, very much in awe. Love that. Very very cool. All right, moving on then to James. Uh, I think through process of elimination, I think it would be Pip would be your relationship, the makeup artist. Yes. So what strong reaction would you, the put-upon producer, have towards the makeup artist? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I think all of these people <laughs> would be deeply irritating. Yep. <laughs> um, to me, but I think... The makeup artist seems like they're the most the most put together. Mm. Like the we've got a very naive runner, mm-hmm. um, not bad at their job, but like very fresh faced, very puppy and, dog, I would think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and this di- this deeply frustrating director, <laughs> um, and I think probably having been part of this crew for a while. Mm-hmm. I would assume I think that like the closest possible 
to a sort of companionship mm-hmm. with the makeup with the makeup artist just sort of like yeah friendship yeah the you know um i truly hate you the least <laughs> you know i love it yes yes so like a, yeah I, sort of like uh, my fa- my favorite co-worker <laughs> yeah. you know put that down <laughs> Brilliant. And then finally, Adam, I believe that leaves then uh, James's character, the producer. What's your relationship, would you say, or strong reaction mm-hmm. you would have to their character? Yeah, that's perfect, because that's what I wrote down. <gasps> yeah. mm-hmm. Worked out well. Mm-hmm. Worked out well. Um, I put down the... Maybe spooky. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I put down that I'm basically reliant upon the producer. I like to think mm. that they're probably the only reason anything gets done off my vague badly worded instructions mm-hmm. yeah I like, that. I like that that's quite good yeah 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 Ooh, some some very nice i can see already the sort of blossoming of uh the these this little crew set as well um so now i'm just gonna ask some general questions that we, we don't need to write them down too much but it's just a way to sort of keep us into the zeitgeist of it. so obviously you've been together for at least a couple of shoots um, and I think this is more of a conversation about that we can throw stuff in and, and rather than everyone just goes in at once. I think it just just any any discussion of it is fine. So, would you say you've all worked with Noel Kelly, uh, favorite children's presenter before, or is this like your first time? Would you say? I'm gonna go with before. Worked with him before. Yeah. I, I like oh. what you said. Uh, earlier on and I want to make it canon that my character whatever their name becomes is fully responsible for his hair like (laughs) that that hair has been a labour of love Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, I don't know how my character actually even feels about this person Mm -hmm. they might not even like them very much but the hair is not to be disturbed (laughs) Um, yeah that sounds good Any, any other thoughts I guess I'm also a stylist. I'm going to put stylist in as well. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, with the small crew, right? It's like we're going to take together. on multiple roles. Yeah. Uh, wig wig and hair. Your wig and yeah. hair. Yeah. A wig, wig and face makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Any other thoughts about Noel? Like, do you think he's nice to work with? Is he a bit of an ass? Or are they a bit of an ass? Even sorry. Um. I don't know what, what what do you guys think? Like, what's the most interesting? What's the what? Because the trope, I guess, is like he's super nice on screen and backstage he's a massive asshole. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that's the trope, and it's a it's a fun trope. But do we want to do we want to go with it? Yeah, I don't think like I I I'm just getting this very strong image of this this person knows that they are the most important aspect of this, right? <laughs> the only thing that gives any of our job any meaning whatsoever is this mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that would necessarily be like, not like asshole, but but like quite self Self-involved. Self-involved. Very self-involved. This, this beautifully quaffed uh you know, person who probably feels like that is their natural hair state <laughs> and that they always look perfectly quaffed and there's no reason to believe otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so like like a sort of lovely on set but horrible, but 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 not as strong, right? Like sure. 
Yeah, yeah, small cheese, I guess, Mm. is what you're thinking. Yeah, they probably don't throw much weight around the BBC. They're just maybe it's one of those up and coming presenters. I I know I keep going back to Blue Peter, like that is my literally my only sort of this. But (laughs) you're like, oh yeah, this is yeah, they're they're kind of like that. Um, What if we're looking at the the vehicle you've come in? I'm going to suggest that you've all come in the same vehicle, like a big van. Is there anything that's what, what is it about this van? Like it, it, anything along the journey? Is it is it an old banger that the BBC has lent you? Is it quite new? Is it got all the equipment in? Have you had to stop off to put, to put up your own petrol? You know, what, what, anything about the journey? I guess that sort of put you guys together. Any thoughts on that? I was thinking one that looked quite nice when we got it, but then started to collapse en route. Like it was held together by duct tape and we didn't know. I was going to say the same thing. Like just had a a very surface level once over. Yeah. So we were all maybe sort of impressed when the the van showed up and then Mm -hmm. over the course of the journey it's just been gently disintegrating. I think there's one comfortable front seat for Noel. <laughs> for Noel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, going back to Noel again, just very briefly, um, what kind of show do they present? Obviously, it's a children's show, but mm. is it something specific? Is it like, you know, Noel's house party? Is it like a Blue Priest Presents thing? Is it, does he, does, does this person work with puppets? You know, any sort of thoughts, what kind of show that Noel works on? I feel like there needs to be the the main antagonist to Noel is is a blobby esque creature. God. <laughs> oh god! And it's it's there is a resentment there, but it's always it's always smiles, and they rotate who's in the suit. Oh damn! Is the suit in the van? I'm suit in the van. <laughs> I'm tense enough already. I do not need the addition of Bobby. Oh, you've just yeah, absolutely made my night. Let me just make, and yeah, it, make, has it, happen, it has to happen. Okay, so I like that. Okay, okay, okay. So a, a, super importantly, we have to name this character. Yes. What is this character called? Oh. <sighs> I want it, Lord Peter. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Lord hey, look, Peter. you you created him. <laughs> I don't. You willed him into existence. I feel like I, Lord Peter existed before I did. I I I'm there but is a no vessel. Reason, only yes. Lord Peter. But what, yes. what is Lord, Lord Peter? Peter? Like you said, Lord Peter, and I instantly got like for some reason the Burger King mascot in my head, like this Ooh. big, like oversized sort of monarch type character. Okay. Yeah. So maybe maybe if we want to go off that fast food thing, maybe uh, Noel Kelly is some sort of like foodie, like promoting healthy foods for kids, and is trying to fight off people like Lord Peter, or, uh, okay. you know that sort of thing. Sure. So I'm thinking of those sort of like adverts where they, you know, like they're like, no, say no to yeah. eat, eat your greens, all that. But sort of. in the no, classic, listen to Lord Peter. <laughs> in the classic fashion, people are massively a fan of Lord Peter, Everyone and therefore the show Lord does Peter. the yeah. precise reverse. Oh, so no, maybe res- and there's the resentment. There's the re- like kids yeah. want Lord Peter to show up at, at the at their school. They're not that up. fussed about Noel. Yeah. So, so maybe maybe that's the reason why. I, I would say Noel is looking forward to this trip because Marcus's letter seemed incredibly keen to meet Noel and not Lord Peter. And Ooh. but the but the studio insisted that we bring the costume. I love the fact there's yeah, costumes in the back. <laughs> they insisted that we bring the costume. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. 
Uh, I'm going to think of one final question for you folks, just to make sure. I'm still laughing at Lord Peter. I, I don't know it. why. But <laughs> um, I would say if... Oh, I'm trying to think of a good last question just to make sure this we've got all the sort of things tied. Um, I will say none of you have really heard of Solemn Vale. You know, it's like a really far, far away, isolated town. So what we're go- what I'd do, uh, again, it's not really roleplay stuff, but it's just a little thing about the journey. So you've all been in this sort of van that's just been breaking down, like you've had to stop off a few times, etc. So look, I want to just, for each of you, what's one thing that stood out to you about this journey as sort of you leave the real world of London, let's face it, uh, and going into the countryside towards mm-hmm. Solemn Vale and then going into, you know, going past the sign, welcome to Solemn Vale, you'll never leave. What's the one sort of little thing that stands out to you as you sort of the you know the roads turn into trees that turn into you know woodland and countryside, and you can go in any order you like. Mm. I think it's the the uh, and this is pretty common. I feel, but um, uh, is this just blue sky? Just throw out whatever whatever yeah, pops into yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah, my crazy yeah. brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I think it's that as we've kind of crossed the threshold, mm-hmm. not that we would necessarily know it. Mm-hmm. That um, road there are no roads like road signs as we mm-hmm. would understand them anymore, but there are like stone markers. Yeah. Um, um, and may, and and maybe they do have, you know, the English names of places, but they. I, but I feel like there's other writing on them as well that is not familiar, um, and yes. like you know, pointing at stuff that isn't necessarily the way that the road goes. Yeah, that's, yeah just unsettling road signs. Unsettling road signs with a little bit of like green and moss grown on them in certain yeah. areas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Let less directly spooky but mm-hmm. um drawing from my own personal experience of having grown up in a in a southwest town mm-hmm. haunted um, southwest town yeah. just <laughs> an, wait abs- are you from sonnevale oh. um just an absolutely incomprehensible one-way system that is always <laughs> in like you would think would be constantly roadblocked based mm-hmm. on its design but never is until the precise moment you need to get somewhere, mm-hmm. and then it's it's you you can't get out. Love that it. was ve- a very strong. That was like vibe. a memory that came back to you just then. Mm-hmm. I saw your eyes close over yes. as you relived it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reese, you look like you you're gonna say something. Yeah, I'm I'm torn between the the light or the smell of the place mm-hmm. because on the one hand it's like you know that faintly yellow like before a storm mm. where everywhere's just got that, that slight it's just slightly off mm. and you're like why does this look oh that's why <laughs> or it's the the smell of rather than wood it's it's earthy like mm. it's like, it's well, got like, that kind of like petrichor oh yeah yeah like petrichor so that's my one cool Doctor Who fan. I was like, is it petrichor? <laughs> it's a great word. It's <laughs> a, a superb word. word. I think you could, I, I would say have uh, have both of them. Like, again, it's that sort of, you suddenly sense there is something changed in the air, but you're not entirely sure what, and you would put it down to the weather. Yeah. And yeah, there's that sort of change in sort of humidity and, and 
yeah, feeling that you're not in a place with metal buildings sky high that, you know, have a different kinds of climate, right? So yeah. I definitely think that. Um, and the humidity is doing just oh, yeah. a number, just doing a number on everyone's mm. head. <laughs> so damp. <laughs> so damp. Like, yeah, very sweaty armpits. Absolutely. Uh, Adam. I like the thought that as you're sort of moving into the town, like even on the roads going in, like on the walls of like you know, borders of farms and things like that, you can find like little um, handmade like fetishes, like little like dolls that have been bound up or just little like totemy type things. Mm -hmm. Like ones that don't necessarily look sinister, like something maybe a child could have just made, but the fact they're quite frequent mm -hmm. is just a little bit off-putting. Absolutely. Oh, there's oh, always stuff it. like that. There always mm. is. And it's never explained. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Cool. So what I'm going to suggest, if John, if you're still there, we'll go to an early break, because I think that is character creation. Um, and we're just letting our folks just sort of come up with like a, maybe a description and like a, a name for the characters, fill out any facets you need to, but we can do that off screen because that is essentially what it is. It's, it's that easy in terms of character creation and just getting a few other details. And then when we come back, we can do our start of the scenario. How's that sound, everyone? All good? Sounds Perfect. Great. Sounds great. All right, I will, we'll just wave until we go to break and... <laughs> And welcome back, friends and residents and visitors alike to Solemn Vale. Uh, before, we were just creating our characters and we just made sure off screen that everything is okay and we can jump straight into scenario. Uh, before I begin the scenario, obviously, uh, content warnings. Obviously, this is a very mature scenario with horror themes and variations thereupon. So just make sure that you take care of yourselves if you, when you're watching this and then obviously take a step back if it's a little bit too much. Uh, we will be here for your return and you'll never leave us really. So let's move to a road in the countryside. The camera sort of pans down the road as suddenly whoosh as a BBC van goes past. Uh, a little bit clunky you think as you look the exhaust pipe has been taped on with some sort of gaffer tape essentially underneath as we sort of roll up we can see into the insides of this bar uh firstly at the, in the sort of the the shotgun seat we'll say uh, in uh, obviously in the english sort of car uh we see one noel kelly a very beautiful looking man very much angular in face curls for days uh, looking very sort of prim from look, looking out of the car, his own sort of headset, uh, sort of headphones on, and a tape player that he's just playing, like listening to his own music, looking super cool. A cigarette in his hand and smoking and leaving ash sort of on the inside of the car. Uh, who is driving this car? Does anyone want to volunteer? And when they do, um, they can, uh, well, they can introduce their character and who they are for this little team heading towards Sodom Vale. <laughs> I definitely volunteered to drive. Excellent. Yeah. I am an incredibly nervous driver. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> it's just, it's fine, it's fine. It's just letting everyone go past. It's taken us a lot longer than it should have. Mm -hmm. Refuses to pull into, a, a, like, out at any junction unless, like, everyone's gone past. Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, the camera sort of goes past Noel to sort of the, the driver with the white knuckles 
uh, seeing on the steering wheel. And the camera pans up. And who do we see, Reese? Who is your character that you're playing for us today? Uh, the, you, you see Colin. Uh, Colin. He's he, he's a plucky. I think people would call him plucky if he was being described in a, a detective, the teen detective novel. Um, but he's like very. He's also very young and very bouncy and very hard. It's, it takes him a long time to settle. Um, but he is comprised mostly of elbows and occasional rubber bands. <laughs> he is a, a yeah. I, th- I think if you could describe him in a single word, the word would be doink. <laughs> is wow. is that his surname? <laughs> Colin Doink. It is now. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Colin Amazing. Doink. Amazing. Uh, maybe Colin, this is your just your uh, your early in your career. Oh, uh, very. But, but uh, you've come with glowing reviews. You know, you've been put with this team, and you've been like working with a few other bits and pieces, and you are delighted that you've been picked for this job to go to. Solemn Vale. Um, again, you're a bit maybe put out to go so far. Maybe you are, like you said, you are a nervous driver, and so going quite far away from. Well, I mean, London streets are scary anyway. But then going out, you've not the anxiety level has not gone down. <laughs> it has remained at an all-time high. Um, what's Colin wearing, if I may ask? What sort of outfits does he currently have? Is there any sort of not gadgets? It's not what I'm thinking of, but any sort of uh, gear that he's got on him. He's uh, he's got. The general kind of duct tape bits and bits and pieces. He's he's got very big pockets, but because his legs are relatively skinny, it just looks like he's wearing jodhpurs. <laughs> like the entire time, he's he looks like he's wearing jodhpurs and uh, kind of quite a thick jumper because he lo- he loses heat really easily, um, <laughs> and so he's got this like kind of roll neck turtleneck jumper yes. that looks very similar to one that might be owned by the director of mm. of the group but it's not it's it's a much cheaper version it's much cheaper it just happens to be similar yeah just it's a, it's a coincidence it's one of it's a coincidence it's not a, it's not a thing um and so yes it's it's one of these like roll neck jumpers that's oh, yeah quite quite big on him ooh, ooh, ooh. um as we sort of go from your sort of Going down the road, a decent pace, but even though you're sort of like, just not your eyes aren't leaving the road at this point. Uh, we're going to go towards the back of the van, um, and when we see our other sort of characters, I will say right at the back of the van is not a mess, but there's definitely the sort of inflatable, sort of horrible-looking mascot with one big eye looking out, which would will reveal to be, uh, well. Lord Peter in a second. Um, <laughs> just behind, yeah, at the back, <laughs> waiting to the be The king invited. in yellow, Lord Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, who would like to go next? Who, who else is in this van as we sort of, like, sort of, um, we move the camera back towards the back seats? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll follow along from, Please, from, yeah. from Reese. Uh, I think, let's say, in the passenger, in the back sort of passenger seat behind the driver's seat. Is is my character occasionally sort of leaning forward and just kind of making positive affirmations to <laughs> to Colin that he's doing okay and that everything's fine, um, uh, and uh, we see 
a uh, a, a woman. Um, she's roughly thirty-eight years old, late four, uh, late thirties. Um, uh, she has uh, sort of sandy blonde hair that's kind of pulled back into a very practical ponytail. Um, uh, and she again, she's also dressed really practically as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just sort of like black hoodie, maybe even with the TV studio. If we're going with the BBC, maybe mm-hmm. it's even got the logo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, she's got um, sort of like waterproof kind of uh, like trousers on because you know, we're going to the countryside. Um, <laughs> uh, like waterproof boots, like big uh, sort of stompy boots on but there is like where the 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 black hoodie is kind of zipped kind of down a little bit there is like a sort of like like not sparkly but like quite a bright sort of blue top underneath Mm -hmm. that and then you can sort of see when the trousers ride up a tiny bit uh actually genuinely sparkly pig socks um uh, uh on underneath that and she's got this big uh, like extremely complex makeup bag. Yeah, like, th- it, like it's almost the size of one of those, uh, uh, like the suit jacket zip-up bag things mm-hmm. that you would hang on a. You know, it's huge. Yep. Yeah, you put um, it down, and it, it just keeps and going. And it will just unfurl with all these things in it. Um, yeah. uh, but she's sort of. It's all sort of very like contained and 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 boxed up. Uh, yeah, she's just making sure, in the nicest possible way, that Colin doesn't like run us off the road <laughs> and slash like gets us there when we need to like it's a gentle balance between those two things um yeah there's yeah. a, a slight like line crease as you're like you're concentrating but you're doing your best to sort of like oh, it's okay uh, can i ask what the name of your character is pip mm. yes um this is sandy turner uh, sandy with an i so s-a-n-d-i turner Thank you. Uh, uh, moving across the, the seat, who have we got next to Sandy? Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go next. Um, a, a very tired, um, a very tired, tired woman with short, dusty hair for very practical purposes. <laughs> wearing dark glasses that I think she wears all the time but not in a stylish way in a sort of light sensitive sleep deprived kind of way Um, in a a very sort of like unflattering but professional looking dark heavy coat just sort of hunched over a clipboard not because there's too much on it but just because there's far too little <laughs> on it. Uh, and this is Heather Clark. Heather Clark. Fantastic. Thank you. Heather Clark, the producer. Mm-hmm. And then where do we find the, the director in all of this, then? Where are they, where are they sitting? <laughs> so he's, uh, he's sat at the back, staring at the Lord Peter costume at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> And um, <laughs> it looms over him. It yeah, begins so we... midsummer. <laughs> what was that, Lord Peter? <laughs> what? I could, I could, I could never, possibly. Lord Peter. I could possibly. Yeah. 
What would they do with the all the blood out. Now we see a um, a twenty six year old man with impossibly quaffed hair, mm-hmm. wearing these very expensive brown aviators and a, a, a much much nicer rolled neck jumper, and <laughs> a watch that is far too expensive to be going on the road with. And uh, we see uh, Marcus Killian the third. Oh, fuck. Of course he's a third. Like, Killian as well. I was like, well, I have to. It's in the title. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tell us, uh, Marcus, like, in the sense of, like, do you you enjoy doing the job? Is there, like, some sort of tension you have? Like, because obviously you've been sent out in the middle of nowhere. It's not necessarily, like, primetime TV to do this kind of thing. He does feel that this maybe is a little bit beneath him, going out into the middle of nowhere. Like, surely there was better things he could have been doing, but uh, he's reassured that he knows Noel is a bit of a star, so, you know, two stars going out together makes sense, makes sense, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, You journey along mostly in silence. Uh, You probably hear the tinny sort of music from Noel's headphones. And after a while, when he feels sort of finishes his cigarette and tosses it out of the uh, out of the van. He sort of goes back into his pocket and he pulls out um, a very crumpled looking letter. Certainly, uh, Colin, you'd see this uh, quite close by and you can see that the letter itself uh, it's several pages, several A4 pages crumpled in very sort of like middling child handwriting, you know, it's uh, sort of misspellings and all sorts. Uh, sort of Noel's reading it over and goes, you know, and sort of says it to you, Colin, so I... I love it. I love children. They're just so imaginative, so creative. God, I I wish I was like that age again. <laughs> yes, yes, Mr. Kelly. Yeah. Just yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, what a what a what a kid. Look at look at the drawings he's done. And he sort of shows you a little bit like again, I guess your eyes are on just, the road. <laughs> it's like, not anymore. It's just like Oh, oh no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're, they're very good dr- oh, uh. yeah still on this massively straight road um, yeah you can see the, the quick look at the drawings you saw it's like drawings of uh, of Noel you recognise it because of the big sort of hair and sort of the colourful outfits next to Noel is the mascot of Lord Peter as well there's a couple of like a famous famous sort of uh, sketch that Lord Peter and Noel do is uh, the pie contest uh, and so it sort of recreates that aspect of it and you also see Marcus has drawn you would assume himself and his family there with the house as well sort of like waving and cheering and yeah and so they sort of you know, I appreciate like you guys are just like, like you come highly recommended and I, I hate we've worked together before and I just it's just, I can't wait for you to meet this kid because his writing, he's so imaginative, so creative. I just, wow, it's just so nice to meet a fan, you know? Yes, Mr. Kelly. Yeah. Um, and and has drawn y- you, yeah. which is a, a rare treat. Yeah, and sort of passes these back, like several drawings at this point. There's a lot of copies of, of this. I just, oh, I, you know, I had to have one for, for the... For the Bridge. I had to have one for my ma. I had to have one for my pa. You know, just had to really show. It's just so I was touched 
really touched by this. He's, and he's done a really good job on the hair, honestly, because the kids on it, sometimes it's just sort of a squiggle, and that, I, really good, actually. Yeah. Eye for detail, eye for detail. Yeah. I, yeah. I will say, these uh, these pictures look very, like, stickman. <laughs> you know, they're, they're obvious who they are, but there's no artistic talent, there's no budding uh, future artist, necessarily. Yeah. Normally they just draw Lord Peter. Well, well, he did. Well, he did. He did. Uh, but uh, he said he wanted to meet me, and so I. Uh, I do wonder. Uh, I do wonder, Marcus, why we've got Lord Peter with us. Uh, like the kid only asked for me. Well. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> we had to bring Lord Peter. Come on, you know, I might find a use for it. <laughs> I mean, I. Oh. As long as he doesn't take all the all the shots as usual and take the centre stage, I just you know, I'm just me and the kid. And what's we're doing the interview for, yeah? Oh yeah, 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 totally, totally, totally. Don't don't worry, I, I'm on the camera today. I'm gonna get a nice close up of you. Would Would anyone like a wine gun? <laughs> no, hands, hands, hands on the on the wheel, I've got, Colin. If, just, oh, we have we have hands on the wheel, Colin. Yeah, hands That's on where the wheel. we keep Sorry, them. Yeah. We keep them on. Yeah, keep just for now on the wheel. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And maybe yeah. a wine gum in a bit when we've stopped, but... <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you, Sandy. Wheel. That's okay. Yeah. Hands on the wheel. Uh, that's fine. I think there's some... I, there might be a bag of, of other... I think, I think I've got some humbugs in the back there as well. If They might be under Lord Peter. <laughs> if anyone wants a humbug, absolutely, they're under Lord Peter. Absolutely yes. no one makes a move. The <laughs> so, no, so band continues. <laughs> Lord Peter's suit. Yeah, everyone's like... Yeah, it's, it, well, you sort of see that the sort of POV. Everyone, You can see everyone and Lord Peter's face at the back. As <laughs> you sort of drive through Songvale. You sort of get to the outskirts of this village and then you go into it. And it seems like a very nondescript village. There are some beautiful um, uh, thatched roof houses and cottages that sort of give way to sort of more modern modern structures as well. You pass by sort of the town square where there is a, a bowling green and uh, a big pub that seems shut just now because you've kind of gone, gone for a sort of... it's lunchtime perhaps but it's it's sort of early closing it seems to be on this particular day um there are other residents about sort of look to you obviously recognizing the big sort of bbc and sort of like sort of looking past as you sort of wind your way up to um the address now who would we think would have a the address and more importantly the map to this place i think i would have handed colin a very badly written note that says some sort of squiggle and then a bit of an address and then maybe a question mark. <laughs> and, and yeah, and Colin is following it to the letter. Just... Sounds good. What I would say, Colin, I would like you to do for me a check, a challenge check. <laughs> I know, the first of the game. First uh, roll. I Woo! think Let's this... Let's do it. I think this game... Uh, I think this game. I think this particular thing. Flip into a ditch. Explode. <laughs> Only Lord, Lord Peter, Peter rises from the ashes. Um, this is. I think this is a pressure check. I think you're trying to like move your. You're trying to work out this map and look up at the same time. So that is uh, basically you're gonna. Ro- I think it's a pressure of only a three. So what that is is that you're gonna roll one d six for me, and three or over, you succeed. Now, cool. what you can do if you'd like. You can take points from your mind and spend it on the roll. 
uh, before the roll. So, for example, you don't have anything just now, but if you want to say mm. spend one, do that, you get a plus one to your roll. I only have three mind. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So on the one hand, I really want to spend it. Mm. <laughs> on the other, I know I shouldn't spend it. <laughs> well, that's fine. Cause, so but, that's fine. If you don't want to spend it, that is okay yeah, no, as well. No. So roll that d6 and get three or over for me, please. <laughs> a six. There you go. Hey. Get in so, there, Colin. So Yay. You, you, you... You're quite good at actually working out the scribbles and stuff, and like maybe there's a little bit of a smirch, uh, a spill from some sort of like tea or you know a flask of tea has been handed around at some point, but you sort of work out where the directions are and you manage to pull up to Sword Terrace. And let me find that the actual bit I need to read. All right. So as you pull up, again, you see that sort of dry stone wall of a very beautiful uh, detached house, uh, white on the outside of it. Uh, you can see, again, a tiled roof, nice big windows, uh, a door, a front door, which is ajar. And as you sort of pull up and, you know, you sort of maybe start to step out, stretch your legs a bit, you know, the, the van door opens. It's, if, it's, if it's one of those slidey ones, can it mm-hmm. just, like, immediately like clunk a little bit and drops a little further than it should yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. cool uh yeah Noel sort of gets out sort of prims up his hair a little bit maybe goes to use sandy to get a little bit done up um but certainly i would say uh marcus and heather as you sort of maybe just looking around stuff, you instantly notice that the door to this place is ajar well you know i mean country sort of villages they're, they're quite safe I, I, they do sort of leave there maybe they'll think a neighbor's gonna wander in for tea or something that's probably fine right that's probably normal you, you're thinking that's normal should i not I, i'm i'm wanting to i'm wanting to think that it's normal <laughs> you know country folk does it yeah. are, the, are the doors open on the pictures uh, you, uh, you quickly go to the one clue I've given you, and they are not open on the pictures. They look like it's. It looks very much like a two D drawing <laughs> in crayon of a door. But it, it look, but it matches. You go ah, this is the house. <laughs> this is the house. It's just that the door's not open, so it might be a different one. Well, that is it. It is a drawing, Colin. <laughs> you know what? Like we aren't. I'm not being given invitational reference by the child's <laughs> drawing you know what i mean like oh yeah no no of course of course unless the kid's gotten contact information that they've put on there or i think um i think sandy has just finished uh a quick i think she's done work on 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 the way but uh you know (laughs) hairspray uh, has been a horrible smell yeah the, the the humidity has caused some of these curls to sort of begin to droop so she's just a little little hairspray spruce there um, and then sort of seeing everyone sort of umming and ahhing mm. around this spot, I think she's just going to, I think she's just going to go, for God's sake, and just walk up the driveway and mm. sort of knock on the door. Hello? As you're Any, walking, anybody home? As you're walking up the driveway, Sandy, your boots, uh, which are quite, you know, you're sort of well prepared for this, you go and you, you manage to step in quite a few sort of deep puddles of water, uh, which seem to be quite, like, spotted all over the path and then as you go up to the door and the door opens 
you can see that the hallway itself with the stairs going up to the second level is filled with water. There's like damp patches, the woodwork is sodden. It looks like a leak has sprung here. Um, oh, um, looks like somebody's, I don't know, left a bath running for too long or, or we have some sort of serious plumbing issue going on here. Is, hello? Sarah, any, anybody? We can't set up here. This is not, this is not safe for a, a crew. Um, we're gonna have to do this outside or something. Heather, can, can you not call a plumber or something? Can I call a plumber to this person's house? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think my job is? You sort things, right? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no response to your call, Sunday. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of wave Colin over. Yeah. Colin, you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a handy guy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any any experience in plumbing? I could give it a try. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, before we do that, I think we should probably <laughs> try and see if anyone's in. So, okay. We're Hello. Gonna, we're going to see if we're going to go in and see if anyone's home, okay? Unless anyone else wants to. Oh, uh, uh, uh Noel, so of course. Oh, they're not there, Sandy. Is the kids not there? Well, I, I mean, I don't see anyone in the hallway, and I've called and no one's answered, so yes, we could stay out. I mean, that's fine, but no, there's no, a no, real no. problem here. There's water's everywhere. It's, it's causing some real damage. All right, let's just head in and 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 at least try and find them. They've got to be here. Yeah, yeah. Colin, you go first. Lead the way. Okay, thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I will do. Will do, Mister Mister Gideon. I will go. Um, I go with okay. him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with him. Immediately, it's on his shoulder. Like, kind of testing how how deep the puddles are. It's the... it's literally like a maybe like like half an inch. You think it's not like it's not streaming out or anything like that. But like coming up, there definitely was like big sort of puddles, and then. Looking up, you can see there is like water all over the hallway. Uh, you can see ahead of you is like a kitchen uh, and going into there, perhaps having a look around. You can see that the, the sink itself had been overflowing, as you said. It's not currently at the moment, but everywhere feels damp. Um, and also, Colin, because you did call out earlier, no response to your calls either. Hmm. Are we sure that this is a structurally sound? Some of these, some of these country houses are oh. are quite old. Just knots quite loudly no, on the wall. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, this this seems solid. Uh, seems uh, solid. This is like the bad kind of old. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's too old. It sounded old. Yeah, like Where, the paint stripping off the walls. We got. This is look horrible on camera. Has what? has has Noel made a move at all to come into the house? Uh, he's sort of looking around of like the place outside. Okay, um, I stop him before he. I, if he tries to make a move towards the house, I will. I will stop him and just uh, be. No, no. Yeah. You can see there's water. There's water. Yeah, everywhere I know. I there. see it. Yes? God. Yeah, this is terrible. Okay. Well, do you want me to have to do another hour's work on? No, no. I I understand okay, the drill. So We've, just I did that bit in Bristol with you. Don't worry. I'll I'll so stay here, in the van. We'll see what happens. Just just stay out here. Maybe they 
popped out to the shops or something, they'll come back and they'll see you. Yeah, it'll be very exciting. So let's, yeah, like you we'll, said, there's some sort of plumbing issue. Maybe they went and uh, maybe they went and called someone and took the kids with them. Perhaps. Exactly. I'll I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll protect the van. That's my job. No worries. Thank you, Noel. And goes and sits, sits back in his seat, puts his headphones on, <laughs> ruins <laughs> the hair slightly. I. It's like a, a the facade. There's just like a little twitch mm. of of rage. Um, he doesn't own that hair. I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that is not his hair anymore. No. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll carry on investigating with the others. All right. So let's I'll go upstairs. Let's everyone investigate the house. So all of you. I need you to roll. It's a logic challenge to investigate the house. So that is using your mind. Um, it's only a three. Now, here's the thing. I have a, in every scene, I have something called the weird pool, which is just related to the scene. And the weird pool is the number of players plus one. So there are five points up for grabs. Uh, you can, if you wish to, if you want to, like, you can take a point from the weird pool to increase uh, the roll by one, a point for point. Uh, you can also, this is after you've rolled, before you roll though, if you want to use a different skill, uh, that's not mine. If you want to say, I'm investigating by using my body instead, like you have to justify it. So instead of like looking around using your sort of uh, mental capacity, maybe you're like moving things around, looking up, you know, upending stuff about your body and maybe soul could be something different as well. So you'd have to get a point of weird in order to do that. Uh, the other mm-hmm. thing that I'd mention as well is that if you're not in the challenge, but you would like to be, you could also take a point from the weird pool. Currently, this is a challenge for all of you because you've all gone into the house. Right. So uh, it's a logic three. So I just need you to roll a d6. And if you'd like to spend a point of your uh, a point of mind, you can do. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to do it. Why not? I'm going to spend a point. All right. Might so as well you- start doing this at some point. All right, so you've got plus one to your roll of your mind roll, uh, of your logic roll, sorry. Any, 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 Thank anything? Christ, I've rolled a two. Ooh, so that's a three. three. So, you su- <laughs> so that's a success for Sandy. Anyone else rolling just now? Yeah, I've just scraped by on a three. So. Three. So Heather on a three? Yeah. I got a five. Hey. Marcus succeeds, yeah. And Colin? I, I got a two. Yay, Ooh. Colin. <laughs> Colin, um, you are again. What's great about Solomon Bell is that you're not necessarily like hampered. Like you don't find anything. You certainly find something. Unfortunately, though, for you, going through like you're going through the water. Maybe you open up um, a a like a downstairs closet, and more water comes out, and it sort of soaks <laughs> the bottom of your pants and stuff. And you're just like, oh. So it is. You take some damage, Colin. You take <laughs> one mind damage uh, because you're frustrated. Uh, and you kind of it weirded out because everywhere in this house is wet. Like you, like you saw, like the floor is wet. The you know you knocked on the wall; it's sturdy, but there's even as you knock, the paint is peeling away, and there's water dripping down from inside of it. So it kind of weirds you out slightly. Well, that's not going to work on film. <laughs> um, but as the rest, but, but you all sort of go investigate the house. It's quite a big, roomy house. Um, it's quite fancy, even for 1970s. Um, there's a big master bedroom where you suppose the uh, Neville's, the parents live. Uh, you didn't really get their names from the letter. You kind of only just heard about Marcus from Noel, at least. Um, it seems quite a nice, well-kept bedroom, except, well, it's completely sodden. 
The duvet itself is all in a mess. Uh, there are pillows flying everywhere. Uh, a couple of paint, a couple of the photos on the wall of the family. You can see there's a mother and father, a sort of grown-up daughter, you think, and then uh, what would be seem to be Marcus, sort of a ten-year-old boy, also there as well. Um, looking around, there's another room uh, which you would assume is uh, the grown-up daughter's room, a very what I would say, very typical grown-up daughter things here. There's, like, music posters on the wall. There's a collection of vinyl uh, discs. <laughs> Super cool. Um, various things, maybe a few sort of unmentionables sort of also floating about as well. Bits of clothing, etc. also flying out as well. And, uh... Uh... Yeah, sorry. Uh, but, again, no one in these rooms. Um... Let's go for Marcus, because you rolled a five. Marcus, you make your way into sort of the final sort of room on the top floor. And you find um, a... Well, it's a, a small boy's room, essentially. About, you know, ten years old. You, you reckon there's like a, a toy train set. There's various books about adventuring nights, sci-fi, all that sort of thing. Uh, big sort of pictures. Again, all of this is in ruins and tatters, like almost as if there's been an explosion of water in here. Um, but you also find, like, in a little desk, are drawings. Similar to the drawings that Noel Kelly sort of showed the team. Um, and you could identify that uh, the person who drew these was the same thing, so you would assume it was this boy, this Marcus. And there's drawings of Marcus next to a shadow. A almost looks like an identical copy of him. Like sort of a dark sort of... Uh, I can't describe it really. Almost like the, the, the black of the crayon is so deep and so hard it's almost just become matted. Marcus, I would like you to do either a foreboding or a logic check me please the difficulty is four uh i will do a logic check and i guess okay, i'll that's that's from so yeah so that if you wanted to spend any points from your mind pool you could do so if i spend one that'll drop me from six to five right so that's correct works. yep and then there's a plus one on your roll okay let's give this a go that was a one plus one two not good enough looking at this drawing, at this thing, your eyes are sort of drawn to this thing, this shadow, this, your eyes just go sort of almost cross-eyed, almost like it's like a magic puzzle, but you just like can't get your head away from it and you get a piercing sense in your brain just like ah ah um you get one soul damage as you tear your eyes away and you just whoa something about that painting <laughs> something about that drawing not not good so mechanically does that drop my soul from five to four effectively mm -hmm. correct okay oh dear <laughs> I guess after seeing that, I'd probably shout out to the team. Um, uh, I found the little pipsqueak's room. It's just as wet as everything else back here, and he's uh, just more of these 
creepy little drawings. Uh, all right. Um, something has clearly happened. Um, clearly they've had a, a leak or something and they've left the house. I think we should all reconvene out the front and wait for them to come back. I was hoping this would be a short <laughs> shoot so we could leave. No, well, well Heather, we can... Well, there's neighbours. Someone would have seen something. We that, just uh, knock on another house. We can just talk to someone. They might know where you, they went. Do you yeah, want sure. to talk to, the, to a villager? <sighs> yeah, sure. <laughs> See... <laughs> Okay, Colin well, will. Colin can talk to a villager. That that, that okay. works for me. That works for me. Um, and, yeah, you're and, the runner. You you run and okay. knock on on the door. But let's 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 reconvene with with. Yeah, it's it's no. re- it's really wet in here. So just run carefully, Colin. <laughs> okay, careful I will, running. I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do. Marcus, are you showing the drawing to anyone? Yeah. I, I would definitely show the drawing. I, after yelling that out, I'd come out with it in my hand. Yep, stapled it to my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who would be like following me through the house, like who'd be next, but whoever that would be, I'd just sort of flash up. Like, Look at this creepy, weird little drawing this old freak has made. Oh, where's my head to look at? I, I do, Pip doesn't want to look at it, but yeah, Sandy's going to look at it, obviously. Right. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy, what do you make of this? This is weird, right? A foreboding or logic check for Sandy, please. A four is the difficulty. Okay. Uh, Remember, you can always spend a point from the weird pool to use a different uh, ability. So, uh, so yes. if you need to. So foreboding is soul you know what? connected. You know what? I back myself to get a four, five, or six here. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I do. All right. I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna do. Go I'm gonna Sandy. roll a dice and I'm gonna succeed. All right. <laughs> a thing I do often. Mm-hmm. I believe you. Proud, proud of you, buddy. It's genuinely a six. I'm not even hey. kidding. Hey. It's a six. Okay. Very good, very Ooh. good. Like, I mean, you've you've kind of looked over Noel's shoulder before seeing these drawings. So again, you make the same conclusions that this is Marcus Neville's drawing handiwork, at least. Mm. Um. There's something unusual about this drawing. Like, I mean, it's weird, as Marcus says. It's like, you know, definitely like, mm, wouldn't put that on the fridge, wouldn't put that on the mantelpiece. But there's definitely something you can tell. There's something hypnotic about the uh, the way the like your eyes are drawn to that sort of dark shadow, the dark mm. self, which is almost like a mirror image of Marcus. But you, no, nah. yeah, I mean, you just go ugh, weird. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, okay, look, uh, I, I think stop waving that around, Marcus, I think. If you could, that's just, it's really unsettling, and I don't think anyone wants to see that. So, maybe put it back, or keep it. I, mean, I suppose I don't care. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, Sandy will, Sandy's going to Sandy's gonna follow after Colin, because, you know, God, he's... Sure probably gone into someone else's house with the door open and this one's full of fire instead of water <laughs> <laughs> um, you know so he's, he's getting into something so That's yeah I'm going to go make sure Colin's okay perfect uh, is Heather doing anything oh I I think Heather is going to tr- is probably trying to shepherd everybody back down out of this incredibly 
unsettling house uh, and just attempting to do a roundup and a, a head count and <laughs> hope that somebody else will come up with a plan uh, that that she can kind of copy as her own. Um, Take the credit for. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, again, you're just getting unnerved by the way this house is. Again, it's not fully, like, like leaking. Like, again, looking around and stuff, like, you're going across, like, hall carpets and stuff, and there's that horrible sort of squelch. And as you sort of look down the squelch, you can see almost, like, like dirty water coming out of the carpet as if it must have happened in, like, the last couple of hours or so, you know. And... Yeah, it's just sort of unnerving that there's no one here. It looks like if they were here, like almost upended, like the bedding hasn't been slept in, it's almost been taken off. Um, all the plates and stuff in the kitchen, they've come out of the cupboards and smashed on the floor. And the living room itself, all the stuff around it, like the pictures, uh, the big old TV is off on one side, cracked, uh, thankfully not on. Um, and this house is all in darkness as well. As, as, I mean, you're very careful not to touch anything electric as well so it adds to that sort of sense of mm, there's something bad happened here really bad okay clearly they've had an incident um and they're not here um so let's start asking around. Mm. This is just going to ruin the schedule, Heather. This this is ridiculous. Why don't we just find some other random country bumpkin child and call them (laughs) Marcus Neville? No one will know the difference. It's TV. Upsettingly, that that is moving up the list of options, certainly. It would right. get us out of this place. Um, uh, so, but I, I don't think the studio would be hugely thrilled about that. Oh, they're only not going to be thrilled if you tell them. God, Heather. Yeah, that's true. It was an organizational error. Right. Um, I can only, I cannot create bricks without clay. You know, so, uh, this is why I come to you, Heather. You you uh, have a clear view of things. Okay, visionary like myself. Okay, we knock on doors until we find a child. Done. <laughs> Perfect. Smash cut to Colin just <laughs> banging <laughs> on the door. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. When I say uh, with um, when you Mark uh, when Heather and Marcus sort of comes out, I assume like Sandy and Colin have gone off to one of the uh, the close by sort of uh, cottage, perhaps. Is that looking around? You actually see like a garage, and then maybe peeking in, you see the family car is still there, which you think would be odd if they had left in a hurry and not taken the car. Meanwhile, though, as we said, <laughs> uh, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 go talk to some neighbours, shall we? Um, you go to let's see. So let me look at what numbers we've got here. <laughs> yes, you you spied like a little uh, little cottage nearby, Colin, and you sort of went like, perfect. They'll be nice there, and you sort yeah. of 
on it. They, they live in a cottage. They're nice. Yeah. You got to come in. Yeah. And as you sort of come in, it almost feels like as you get out of the house and out of the sort of the uh, boundary of it and going into the cottage, which also has a similar sort of dry stone wall, uh, wall and like a beautiful sort of well put together, very neat looking garden. You almost go, oh, and you actually feel a lot lighter. It's like, oh, mm. something's showing. But yeah, you go, push, 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 push. And it's just the squelch as he's kind of yeah. like walking and the damp shoes. It's like, yeah, squelch, squelch, squelch. squelch. Yeah, knock, exactly. Knock, knock. Um, takes a little while, but slowly the door opens and a elderly woman looks up. A real lot of ringlets of like really white grey hair, huge Coke bottle like glasses, very, very hunched over on a, like a little frame. It looks up and goes, Leno? Oh, what about, you one of those, you one of those Mormon chappies. We had a few of you around earlier. I, I, I'm not, I, I, I just, I'm not interested to be honest with you, dear. I'm, I'm about to pop up at any moment. Oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, like, I, I I don't think I am. I I could ask, but um, Ooh, you don't. No, we're we're from Noel Kelly's Heroes. No, like no no Kelly's Heroes with the the yeah the TV Ooh. show. We're 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 here to talk oh, to. No, I don't deal with those moving pictures, love. I'm more a, a radio fan, you know. Oh, the wireless, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, we do wireless as well, but like, Ooh. it's not the same. Like, not the same Ooh, channel. Have you, have you have you have you been on that desert island discs at all? I really love. <gasps> no, it. I've heard of it. It's good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think actually I might have already invented it just now, but uh, I, wow, I think, it's, I think that's it's really winner. impressive. I what would what would yours be? Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Well, if given the choice, I think. And at that point, you hear of a mum, mum. No, don't. You shouldn't be up yet. You should be up. And a, a gentleman comes out, a very tall, sort of six foot, athletic looking man with a. We've already sort of talked about sandy blonde hair, but a very sort of sandy, sort of like. Well, cut management. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, please, mum. Oh, you, you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be up, love. Oh no, dearie. He's just talking about his heroes on the wireless. I really like that. And he was talking about. I was just thinking what songs I would put if I was put on a desert island. He goes, oh, okay. Well, let, let me get you back to my, uh, Adino. Adino, could you like sort her out, please? And you can hear sort of from inside. And just, um, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, oh no, I'm I, sorry for. For, for interrupting. Um, oh, sure, not yeah, sure. so we're with, with Noel Kelly's Heroes uh, from, right. from the TV and uh, we're supposed to talk to your neighbours and then their house is all wet and, uh, I mean, and then I got splashed and, like, uh-huh. it ruined my wine gums and oh. I've got uh, I've got some squishy shoes. I mean, uh, do you know where the neighbours went? I need you to do a pressure roll for me, please. It's a six. <laughs> uh, so that is using your mind if you need it's to spend a six. points on it. Yeah, it's a six. What, you rolled a six? No. Oh, it's a six, not yeah. rolled yet. Yeah, it's a six. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll spend a point of mind. That's fine. I've, that right. means I've got one left. Good, good. Oh, dear. Colin's going to have a mental so breakdown. Colin's just going to die in this now. social interaction. Because <laughs> oh, of brain hemorrhage talking to this man. This shit just got real disco illusion. Colin, Colin has one of those kind of like, huh, collapse. No. Uh, 
I rolled a five, oh, which means that that is a six. Very <laughs> good. Whoa, very good, very good. Um, uh, uh, the Nevilles. Yes. Well, um, we, um, uh, sorry, Alan Taylor. I'm the uh, I'm the pharmacist here in uh, Solomonville. Uh, sorry, uh, my mother's not been very well recently, so I've been taking more time to care. I just nodded off for a moment as she was offered about. Um, but you were asking about the Nevilles. Um, yeah, next door. You said that. The house is damp. Oh, well, that's... I don't know if it was damp before or whether it's... Uh, if that's a new uh, thing that they're trying out. I mean, we've not had any problems here with any damp or stuff, or at least uh, not that I'm aware of. Um, yeah. Usually my sister takes care of the housework and stuff for, for mum whilst I'm at work. Um, yes, well, I've... Um, I'll be honest, um... We did hear, we did hear some noises last night from them, some sort of shouting and some screaming about, I'd say, just close to midnight. Very nasty stuff. So we just, you know, I had to look after mum and stuff, so I didn't really want to to worry her and stuff. So we kind of just locked the door tight and, uh, well, to be honest, I'd quite forgotten about it until you turned up this morning. Oh, okay. Um, you, you said it's all dampened. You're, you're sorry. I you you know the Neville. Sorry, or you? Uh... Oh no no. So, okay. So Marcus Neville sent Noel some letters. Oh, the, the, and Neville. They've got some drawings on them, and so it, they and they were talking about how he really wants to meet Noel Kelly because Noel Kelly's great, and didn't right. mention the yeah. Lord Peter that much. And Noel was like, "Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna go. Gonna go there." Um, and uh, yeah, so we're we're filming kind of so that they can meet, and we're filming their meeting because Marcus sounded really not Marcus, not Marcus, uh, but the little Marcus. Uh, he <laughs> sounded really, really keen. Yes, he is quite um, imaginative. That boy, he's um, yeah, yeah. He's, um, Do you know where they are? No, I. Oh. Do you know someone who would? He's quite close with um, with the Higstons and points to the the house across the road. Um, certainly, the uh, youngest Becky, quite close with uh, Marcus. But um, I'll be honest, if if you don't mind me saying, you said I <sighs> obviously I wouldn't want to say stuff, but we it's a bit troubled that boy. Like um, his mum came. Oh, what was it? She, uh... Angie. She came into the surgery a couple of weeks ago asking for an opinion, um, getting some sleeping pills and stuff because he'd been up all night talking to his imaginary friend. And we were like, well, we can't give, you know, sleeping kids, sleeping pills to a ch- child, you know? It's, uh, you know, not without their consent enough. It's a medical condition. And she said, well, he's been up talking all hours of the night. Huh. Talking about playtime and... Going out and all these sort of things, and oh, I, I just said it was kids being kids, you know. They, they're weird when they get to that age, you know. I certainly was weird myself, you know. Uh, my sister could tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was obsessed with tractors, like, woof, you wouldn't believe. Really? Mm-hmm. What kind? What was your favourite tractor? Oh, the big ones. Ah, <laughs> oh, cool. John Deere. <laughs> John Deere. Other wow. other brands are available. Uh, he says to uh, nobody. <laughs> that's that's what you people at the BBC say, isn't it? I'd say at this point as well, Sandy, you're more than welcome to enter the scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. I, I I didn't want to arrive uninvited. No, no please, no, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, yes, I will. I will. I will arrive um, uh, in in the scene. Um, sorry, just to just just for Please. my own personal. Of uh, 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 how how handsome was this man? Did you say? It's pretty handsome. Okay, cool. Just log in that. Just log like, in. Yeah, that. look. It, 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 A handsome pharmacist, you say? Definitely. Yeah, just, yeah, early. Yeah, very chiselled jaw. Very much like a. You know, I I just do it for. You know, I like helping in the community. That sort of like poster child sort of face with the frizzy hair, like. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sandy, Sandy will sort of come up the the the, the path and. Oh, hello. hello, hello, hello! I was talking to your oh, colleague here. Sandy, some trouble at the Nevels. Yeah, yeah, I'm with the crew as as well. Um, mm. I see you've met Colin. I hope he introduced Hi. himself. Oh yeah, hi. Sorry, I'm Colin. Oh, uh, Alan. Um, Alan. Yes. Um, and I'm Sandy. Uh, this is Sandy. Um, charmed. <laughs> so, sorry to 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 barge in. Um, do you have any idea where the family is? Because we'd no, really that... really like to speak to them. And and uh, I mean, whatever's happened over there is some a pretty serious plumbing issue i think yes it, yeah well i'll 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 just make sure with my mother she's all right and then i'll i'll phone in and see if there's see if there's any anything wrong with the the local waterworks or anything like that we are down from uh, like a big reservoir and stuff and well it it's not often that right. the straits get flooded at all um, but it's no damage here at all or anything like that or at least i'm aware of although andino andino She's cross with me. It's fine. Don't worry. Um, lovely to meet you both. Um, I hope. What was your name? Sorry. Oh, uh, Alan. Alan Taylor. Hello, Alan. Hello, Alan. This is uh, this is Sandy. Um, We've met. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I'll should we should go talk to because there's another family, Sandy. There's another family uh, with uh, a child over the road. Okay. Sure. Well, um, look. If you turn anything up. We're just we're just over here with the with the van and with the, van? Um, with, um, with yeah, the, we'll... the gentleman with the big hair and you can see that Noel is just there like thumbing through some sort of like I don't know what they call whiz comics <laughs> like just looking through like chewing some gum etc. Um, yeah, I mean, and you can come and visit whenever you want. Oh, I've, I've got to look after Mum. She's okay. uh, yeah, but I appreciate it and. Uh, you're, you're, it's, you said it was some interview with Noel Kelly. Uh, yeah, it's just so, yeah. Cool. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Sandy. I know. <laughs> Sandy's really good at talking. Like, I, I, yeah. Oh. Also, she's really good with hair. Like, and you've got hair. I, I do. <laughs> um, you, you do. And I, I mean, it looks, looks great. Looks great. Whoever's. Whoever's doing it for me oh, is doing, well, doing a great job. I grew um, it all myself. <laughs> um, Colin's just going to back away slowly. <laughs> just be like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You just hear this very slow squelching. Yeah, slow squelching. squelching. And the, the gate. <laughs> as you shut behind you, yeah. I, I imagine I'll get whatever Colin got. Yeah. In terms of information. Yeah, he's done the sort of um, role on that. He seems very yeah. affable, uh, Alan. Uh, he sort of asks about your work. And he sort of goes, I, I think, uh, I'll be honest, my, um, it might be forward of me to say so, but uh, you don't look like the sort of um, lady that would work on a, a, a children's show. I thought maybe, you know, something like, I don't know, BBC News or uh, <laughs> Panorama. Although I might oh, have look. just invented that as well. Who knows? <laughs> well, you know, we... <sighs> 
it's I, I, it's not the only show I've I've worked on, and you know it's kind of I go where I'm needed. So, but Noel's a I suppose a bit of a pet project, I guess. <laughs> um, oh. oh, we know but, all about uh, them here. We've got pet projects all over. I'm a, I'm actually um, it's a bit naughty. I'll admit um, I actually brew my own cider. Just don't tell mum. <laughs> Oh, you, you do? What, what here? Mm, fruit cider. It's just a little little I mean, thing. I'm a, and Sally's gonna look around, see where the others are. Uh, they they look mm-hmm. like I'm gonna save Heather and Marks are gonna go over to the other house. I think. Probably. Okay. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm a cider fan. Love to try it sometime. I mean, when you're free, obviously. Well, you know, we're, I mean, we're. You know, hopefully not going to... I mean, the shoot's oh. only supposed to be for today. Sure. But, um, you, know, you you wait right there. I'll go, I'll go grab a, a, a round of refreshments for, for the team. Shall I? That sounds lovely. Great. Right, wait, wait right Thank you. And the door shuts and you can hear him sort of walk away. Um, you sort of take a moment and then you sort of look at the windows, at the bay window next with the sort of netted curtains and for a moment, Sandy... You see somebody looking through the lace at you. A very gaunt-looking woman um, who you would not have seen before, who you've met before. And then she just moves away. A younger woman. Similar-looking sort of features and stuff to Alan. Meanwhile, on the other side of the road, uh, towards number three... Uh, Heather and Marcus, what are you doing on your way up to this door? Um, it looks very similar to the house that you've just come from, a sort of almost like clone copy, but a little bit more wear and tear, but it looks lived in. And certainly as you pass through the gates, uh, there doesn't seem to be any puddles here or any water. It seems quite dry. Not a streetwide problem then? No, it seems strangely contained to that one house. Good, good. Well, that then that would probably hopefully mean that this one would be good to film in. Fingers crossed for a kid. Fingers oh. crossed, preferably a boy. But you know, I mean, <laughs> if, if Marcus. Not, who yeah. knows these days? You know, it could be anyone. Yeah, I mean, if it's not a boy, we'll just say it's Michelle Neville or something. Yeah, well, I had to wrong. improvise. I had to adapt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you probably ring the doorbell, bing bong, and it yeah, goes yeah. off. And then in the front, sort of frosted glass of the door, uh, a figure approaches, opens the door, and it looks to be like a quite a. Uh, let's see, what does it say? Uh, a big guy, a slightly older, a bit of a grizzled type beard. It's uh, soft on top. So, uh, can I help you? You're not flying, are you? Cause I, no, no, don't worry about that. It's Hi. Just, we've had Hello. lots of uh, those Mormon people coming in. And just no. Gonna, just... no, 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 okay, no. No, don't you worry. No, no we're um, we are looking for the Nevilles. We are with we're a TV crew. We're with 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 Noel's Heroes. We're from the Beeb. Noel's Heroes. Yeah, Noel Kelly, meet meet meets you know people. Oh yeah, Specky watches that show sometimes. Specky. Uh, my daughter, she's um, she's uh, ah. she's upstairs in her room just now. She's how old, how old are we, Becky? Are we talking? You need to make a check for me, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be a it's a pressure check 
but it's only a four. Is this just to not come off as real creepy? Is that the... <laughs> we have How old is your daughter? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So, again, you can spend a point. Uh, currently, so what's tied to pressure is mind. So you can spend on it. What I'd say as well, uh, only one of you needs to roll, but because you're both there, both Marcus and Heather, that you could spend points together or spend points on the roll. The other thing is that you do have uh, the weird pool. Now, the weird pool, you can either spend point... You, get a point from the weird, add it to your own pool, and then choose a different ability to get, spend points from. Or, say, Colin is currently not in the scene, but maybe Colin wants to be in the scene, could also take a point from the weird pool and then appear in the scene and help as well. If what it's for mind, I wouldn't recommend it. I am being pretty weird, so maybe I'll take... Maybe I'll just give myself a plus one, just to really... Because it's a four, right? Uh, so, uh, you can only plus... You can only You can do it once you've rolled... For the okay. plus one after after that, but uh, you, I, yes, I've rolled a three, so a plus one would really be helpful. Do it, like take a point of weird. Perfect. Um, and, then and then Heather, I would like you to do something called a weird roll. Now, what this oh. is. It's just all, all it is, is it, the other type of mechanic we've got in this game. We've got the challenge rolls, which you folks have been doing wonderfully. We've also got the influence rolls, and these are more of a narrative thing, uh, which usually comes up when we use uh, certain skills that, like to decide what happens next. And a weird roll is, is the same thing. I want you to roll however many points you have in weird, which is once or just one d6. And I want you to tell me what the number is when you roll it. I rolled a six. <sighs> Is that good? Is that, oh no, it's not is that good. Bad? Look at that. Seems like that seems like that is could not be good. Bad. That is the worst thing. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't seem sick. Higher is not great. Then I'm what I'm getting. So, <laughs> yeah. one thing that's really cool about Solemn Vale is that there's have these things called stage rules. Things that can happen to, depending on the scenes. There's a couple of ones in play which I've not told our players, but one involves weird. Someone a weird roll of six in during play causes something to take notice of the character for whom the role was made for. Oh no. <laughs> I don't like that. Probably something real nice and I don't, friendly. I don't like that. Like I Lord don't Peter. <laughs> Lord Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Peter wants to give you a hug. Uh, please don't. Heather, next to you, as you're sort of talking to um, this uh, gentleman that's come to the door, suddenly the wrapped around sort of hose, a hose pipe, goes off and hits you straight in the face. Ah, oh, ow! One damage to your body, please. Ah, oh, stop playing around with hose pipes. What are you and doing? I didn't touch it. I obviously didn't touch it, Killian. And he's just like, oh, God, and, and like, just goes and turns out. Sorry, that's... Whoa, that's... Oh. Are you... Are you oh. Do you want to come in, please? I'm sure I've got a towel or something. That's... Oh, that's fine. Have you seen the Neville's? Um... Well, we... We heard some... Well, I, I don't know if I'd call it an argument, but we heard some shouting and stuff late last night, and I um, well, was a bit worried, so I locked the door and um, made sure Becky was in bed and stuff, and then... Yeah. You say I then think, they're not there just now? I, I think a pipe's exploded or something, because the place is full of water, and so so clearly they've got, um, I don't know, a plumbing issue has happened, and I was I was... That maybe they've headed somewhere um, because the house is wet and it's, if it happened last night, maybe they're 
but stay somewhere that's not damp. They, well, they would, they would come over to us if there was a, a problem, but I'll be honest, <sighs> we... We... It's so silly. I appreciate you BBC people, you London people wouldn't get it per se, but like, we get told these fairy stories of things going bump in the night and stuff, so if you hear something weird, it's just something in us that go, oh, no thank you, no thank you evil, and then we just oh. shut and leave, and I know you might think that's me being a bit of a coward, but I've got Becky to think of and stuff, so if you, I mean, are you sure they're not there at all? They would have come over straight here if there was a problem. I, I mean, we looked up and down, um, does the place was empty. Hmm. Um, okay, well, I'll, um, I'll, I can, I'll, I'll see if I can ring the, the local, local Bobby, see if he'll come and have a, have a look, li- see. Li- listen, you, 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 would you like, would you perhaps be interested in being on TV? Look, I... Look, I don't know how you found me. I might have done that in the past, but I'm not interested no. in doing any of no, those... No, 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 it's a, it's peep a, show things. It's, I'm just, no, it's, it's a family It's a family TV oh. show. It's for the BBC. Um, it's it's Noel's heroes. Uh, right. It's Noel Kelly. He, he goes and he meets... Uh, fans and 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 sort of heroes of the local community, and we are sort of scheduled to to film with with the Nevilles today. Um, but but the Nevilles are, are, aren't really here, so mm. so I was just I thought it would be you know maybe an, an opportunity to maybe to meet to meet somebody else in the in the community. Oh, I, um, I mean I well let me let me talk with Becky. She does love the show and stuff, but um, oh perfect because we've actually got not we have no here. Oh no, do you? Oh, I think it's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a fruitcake, if you ask me. Well, we also we have Lord Peter here. Really? Oh. We do. Yeah, we got Lord oh. Peter right in the right. Well, over, I, yeah, over there. You can come out and meet you if you want. You oh yeah. Him, uh, oh yeah. Let me let me talk to my daughter. Let's see who goes in. Two hours it, tops. Two hours tops. It's all I, it. Quick I shoot. Think, I think at this point Colin will appear. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll hear this squelch, 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 squelch. Killian will quickly look at Colin and just kind of mouth, you got to have to get in the Peter costume. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh. Right. Yeah. Now, preferably cl- pretty close to now, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go, yeah. Go. Go. Oh, yeah. I like the idea that, this, that the costume does incorporate, like, it is in an inflatable costume, like yeah. like Mr. Blobby. So yeah. 100% Colin disappears into the van, and then there's just like... <laughs> just the sound of a fan. <laughs> yeah, Colin's legs sticking out the back. It's like it's horrific. <laughs> Visage Sandy. starts to take form. Just like slowly inflates yeah. and the eyes get slightly Sandy bigger. Sandy helps people into that costume. <laughs> the crown gets larger. Oh, absolutely. Um, whilst this is happening, um, uh, you hear, like, both Heather and uh, Marcus will hear, like, um, sounds of footsteps coming down. And the gentleman comes down with a, a, a young girl, uh, roughly about, you think, as well, long, long sort of brown hair. Uh, she's clearly just like got dressed and stuff, and like quickly looked, and it's looking quite such. And her dad's, her dad's like, well, uh, they were asking after. They were saying they've got Noel Kelly here. And she's like, well, that's um, that's Marcus's favourite. I just, I just, 
I just like watching it with Marcus. He goes, oh, well, yeah, but you, you can do this for Marcus. He's, he's not here just now. So you, you just need to, you know, if, you, if only if you want to, love. It's only if you want to. I think how, uh, I think how excited little, uh, little, little Marcus Neville's going to be if he sees you on TV as friend. Doesn't that sound cool? Well, we're not really friends anymore just now. Well, I think how jealous he'll be. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a star, kid. We can make you a star right here, right now. <laughs> Not a Killian, moment you. of hesitation. That was incredible. Killian, you are a genius. <laughs> Just <laughs> bam. Never so seen good. this side of you before. <laughs> this is excellent. Uh, no, he said he's got he's got all the friends he needs now. He doesn't need me. He doesn't care. Yeah, well, screw him. Come on, be a TV star. Come on, like we can get you an exclusive one to one with Lord Peter. She looks up at her dad, and the dad goes, like, sort of like, ex- <sighs> okay. And so this comes out. Um. <laughs> Just wait. We are in business, kid. Like, Let's go. Where's my pies? His famous catchphrase. Can you roll, 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 Noel, roll? Noel is like, I think just have a quick, quick scene in between. Noel looks back as Colin gets into the van and is desperately trying to... And it's like, what, 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 um, what's going on? Are you, are you I'm, I'm really, really, really sorry, but Killian told me to get into the costume. I know you hate it, but I'm really, really sorry, but I'm going to have to. Uh, did, you, did you find the kid? Did, is everything all right with them? Oh, the house is really damp, and oh. uh, there's a, a kind of, there's a lot of water, and oh. I think, I think, I'm not sure, but I, I think that Sandy's pulled. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I hope she has because I mean she deserves right. to be happy. Oh. But it's also oh. like it's a squelch, squelch. It's like, it, but it's also, I think it's a bit weird because everyone's just really quiet. Quiet? What are you talking about? Well, like they just locked their doors when they they said there was noise and they just locked their doors. Right. Well, 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 did you see the kid? Did he look happy? Did he sound excited to meet me? No. Oh no, no. no. From No Cully's Heroes. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We can't find the kid. What? <laughs> oh, the family. They they just disappeared, and what? there's loads of water. Wait, and why, so, why, are you tr- getting, why are you getting in, in the costume then? Well, there's no need for you to get in the costume. The kid's not here. But K- Killian said I should get in the costume. Did he now? Yeah. <laughs> opens the door comes at this point this is where I, I would assume everyone's meeting at this point where's my pies <laughs> uh, the small girl I'm, I'm not meeting I'm waiting for Killian, roll cider it. roll the tape Killian roll it roll it roll it roll it can I just Although say I guess if I see that the, the, the camera's out and stuff is rolling then that Sandy's Sandy is professional. Like that was a lull, and there was a, an attractive man. That's fine. But if the camera's going, then I think Sandy will like shit and like turn away from the door and start heading. Especially if I see Lord Peter's out, because I know yeah. uh, Noel is going to be pissed. 
Can I just say massive props to John for the music that's playing? Uh, that is. Oh God, peak. yeah. It's <laughs> beautiful. It's exactly what I expected. Um, yeah, Noel sort of comes out and comes straight up to you, kid, and going, "What? What the hell's going on? I hear the kid's not here. So uh, we're not doing the thing, right? We're not just. Why are you getting Colin <sighs> to get in the Lord Peter thing? Well, come on, Noel. Noel, you're a professional. We've got a schedule, and look, the kid is dead or missing or what? Dead care. or I, missing? I, I, look, I don't know. He's not in his room. He's not in his house. His house is soaking wet. I don't know. But do you have but, my pie? Oh, I, look, no, no. We'll do the usual. We'll, we'll do the usual routine. We got a different kid. The kid. We've got a new kid. Who cares about the old kid? We got a new well, kid. I big care fan about of the show. old. Big I, fan of the show. I, big fan of the show. Doesn't yep. matter. You see Becky sort of looking out, and it's like. Hello, Mr. Kelly. He goes, Hi, sweetheart. Give me one second. I'm not doing it without the kid that wrote me these letters. Have you read them? They are beautiful. They are so heartfelt. They are invocative. They've got, this is kid is an artist, and I have to meet this spirited kid. Do you know how hard it was to find a replacement kid on short notice? This, this is like some podunk town in the middle of nowhere. How hard it is, do you think, to find a child? I, it's not about that. I want the actual child that actually wrote me this letter, Killian. Did, did you find my pies? <laughs> Con's already got the suit inflated. Look, I, I'd feel more comfortable if we were able to find the kid, at least just to say goodbye and sorry and all that sort of thing. I'm, I'll do the, the interview and stuff, but I, it, feel, it feels not right if we're not doing it with the actual kid. Oh, okay, okay. Look, let, me, let me cut you a deal here. No. We're both professionals. We can work this out. We do the interview with this kid. We get it on tape. Mm-hmm. That's in the bank. We've mm-hmm. got that. Mm-hmm. And if we have to leave, we can leave and we've got that and we've done a day's work and, you know, oh, the, the big wigs at the B will be happy. Mm-hmm. But we can spend a little bit of time after the interview trying to find the other kid. Maybe they're Thank nearby. You. We'll Thank do a quick drive. We'll drive around. Thank you. I appreciate, okay. I appreciate that. Sure. Colin, as you're in... Lord Peter. Is that water? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I shouldn't have laughed at that, but I did. I yeah. did. I did. As you are Yeah, oh, as you're inside. Wow. <laughs> um you've already described how wet your shoes are. Yeah. And it's being in this costume, the inflatable costume, it is not difficult to breathe, but it feels Trying to get air is quite hard. And you feel damp peering at your armpits and in sort of like around your legs and on all the places of your back, sweating quite profusely at this point. If you I need you to make for me a pressure roll. Cool. It's a five. Okay. I'm going to pull from the weird on this one. Oh, excellent. Because uh, otherwise I'll so, die. So, so, so. <laughs> we can't, we, we really, we truly cannot have another runner die inside the uh, <laughs> costume. We're we so, we are, we, we are so close. We're so, so close. We truly can't have that happen again. So it sounds like, so you're taking from the weird pool. Are you going to change which ability you're spending from then? Because um, you can do that. I'll, I'll read out what you can do from the weird pool again, just so we've got it. Uh, she says, trying to find it. 
Weird pool. So, you can add one to the result of a roll after the die has been rolled. You can choose to spend points from a different ability than normal from a single challenge die. So that's what it means. So it wouldn't be mind, it would be something else. Uh, spend, uh, allow the character to spend challenges on the, uh, points on the challenge that they're not present for uh, on this one. Uh, to invoke a specific stage rule. Well, I'm not going to tell you those. Uh, and those are the only, the only ones that are relevant to this bit. So do you want to use a different ability? Yeah, yeah. So add, yeah, add, yeah. So add to your weird, weird uh, pool just now. So that's one. Which ability are you using? I'm gonna go with foreboding. Foreboding. Uh, so yeah, so your soul. So how many points yeah. of soul are you spending? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for two soul. <laughs> just sounds good. All right. Add, add, add a couple of those there. Roll, roll a d6 for me, please. Oof! That's a three. Plus two uh, is five. Plus two is five. You don't feel sick. You don't... It's just stifling. Like, you won't be able to last long in the suit, but you've managed to hold it together for now. But the the wetness around you, it's really unpleasant. Do you have my pies? <laughs> uh, uh, do you... Um... <laughs> Do you, do you have do you have my pies? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can't really work with this, but I'll I'll do my best. Uh, hey kid, hey kid, how are you? How, what's your name? Becky. Becky. What a what a fabulous name! What a fabulous name! And uh, well, tell me, like, what is it that you like about what is it that you like about Noel Kelly's heroes? Um, I. Don't. I, I I I like I like the pie fights. Right, right, right. What, what anything else? Like it could be anything, love. Any anything. Like what? What is your favorite part of the show? My my favorite part is watching it with my friend Marcus. He used to come over all the time, and we used to watch it whilst we drew drawings together. But but he said he didn't want to do that anymore. He. He had new friends now, and he didn't want, didn't have time to watch silly old television. Okay, okay. Um, um, the, uh, Marcus sounds like quite a guy, though, right? He, he, he drew all these pictures and, and stuff, right? And gets out the letter. Hmm. He points to, like, the family and stuff. Isn't it? He... He said his friend was called Marcus as well. He said that Marcus had come in a dream and and that they were going to play forever. It'll always be playtime and, and you won't get you wouldn't be ever be lonely again. Oh kid, kid. Well, he, he had you as a friend. Only because I sat next to him in school. He got picked on by the other boys because he liked drawing and they liked football. So uh, Noel is like looking to the rest of you guys going, really? I've, this is what i got to work with? Does Marcus know where my pies are? <laughs> Colin, Colin, <laughs> he's dying out there. Throw the pie at him. <laughs> Throw the pie. Throw the pie. Okay. Throw the pie. Okay. I'll get the... Uh, 
Dick, oh, I found my pie. <sighs> uh, oh, no. Oh, no, Lord Peter. Uh, oh, oh, don't you do it. Uh, don't you do it. Are you sure? Because uh, I should. Here's for my pie. Roll a weird roll for me, please. <laughs> so roll that one that one point of weird. Tell me what the result is you get. We'll do the influence roll. One. You are in such a dazed sort of state, um, but your aim is true. <laughs> you, it goes through the air, hits Noel straight in the face with the his whaffered locks, and it's like, oh, Peter! And it's like, sort of, oh, oh. well, I'm going to have to wash this off. Oh, well... Thank you so much, Becky, for 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 helping me. And and I, I just I just need you to say need you to say the catchphrase. Um, I'm a hero just like you. Yeah. Great, great. I think we got it. I'm gonna. Oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna go wash this off. Is it all right if I used your bathroom? And the, the dad's like, Oh yeah, sure. Oh, well done, Becky. And Becky's like, <laughs> you can see she's starting to cry a little bit looking quite sad. Um, Becky? Yes, Lord Peter? <laughs> do, do you happen to know where Marcus is? When I, last, I, oh, when yeah. I last spoke to him, he said that he was, he was going to go away, that he and his friend were going to go to the woods. Okay. Where, where they get to play with forever. And in the woods, is it far? Slowly, the hand <laughs> points up, points to behind the Neville house, where you can see a deep tree line. And as you look, it looks very um, thick, like the the trees themselves very closely knitted together that you could walk amongst them probably not in the Lord Peter outfit I'd say although that sounds like a hilarious adventure <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think at this point uh, 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 Sandy will like arrive and just like because I think Sandy's noticed that Colin in the Lord Peter costume is like starting to weave a little bit and mm-hmm. just kind of, you know. So I think she's gonna sort of she's gonna come in and just sort of start steering him back towards the towards Squelch. the towards Squelch. the van. Squelch. Say 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 goodbye, Lord Lord Peter's got to go now. I'm off and, to find the pies. Yep. Oh, Where God. are those pies got to? And she's just gonna she's just gonna lead him back towards Sandy, the van. Sandy, I need you to make me a logic check for me, please. Oh boy. Channel uh, channel. Value five. Fuck. <laughs> okay. You've got, um, we've got three more points in the weird pool. I've got three them. more points in the weird pool. Uh, uh, take body instead. Um, if that's possible, is that something I can do? Uh, say, say what that again. Sorry, you cut out a little bit then. Sorry, I'll take I'll take a point from the weird pool to make yep. that a body check instead. Yeah, perfect. That's it. So yeah, how many uh, points from body are you spending? It's a five oh. challenge rating. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna risk it. I'm gonna go one. I'm gonna go okay. one. I'm gonna take one, right. and I'm gonna roll. Right. And I need a five. I need a five. Five or five. more. 
Total of five on oh, God damn it, that keeps that's every time it's a four on the dice, so it's a five. Like it keeps it's always like on the fucking line. Um yeah, five. Okay, fine, you meet it. As you're sort of weaving Colin a little bit and you're like trying to find the zipper <laughs> like desperately, um, you look down. And you notice in the on the path, the very dry path, wet, bloody footprints coming out of the house the Neville house around and up into the woodland these footprints they look looks to me like a couple of people but it's definitely a trail it's a very small like a little bit of spattering of blood you just happen to catch it as you look down and the footprints are still wet Sandy is going to file that for immediate, not quite immediate, but like very soon we're going to deal with that. And then we'll see her and Colin disappear back around and into the van. And then like, and then the noise of the costume deflating. Uh, Yeah. All right. Uh, What's Heather and Marcus doing at this point? I just check. Um, I feel like um, Marcus is trying to get reassurance from Heather that that was good enough and we can leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm thinking what we do is we do maybe uh, maybe a quick... Um, I haven't got a location release for it, but, you know, um, it doesn't seem like really anybody's going to try and stop us because no one really seems to be around. So what we'll do is we'll do a quick location shot. We'll have... Sandy, she's a champ. She'll get, she'll get Noel all cleaned up. We'll do a location shot and we'll say, like, we're here in the beautiful south uh, of England. And we're, and, and Noel, and we'll get a lot of, we'll really focus on the location, the beauty of it all. And we'll, that will get a lot of B roll and we can do some, we can do some, and then we can go and then we'll just leave. We'll just, we'll go. You, uh, Heather, Heather, I love the way your mind works. It's, you are a visionary almost akin to myself. It's just so good to be on the same page as you, Killian, to be honest. Like, so, yes. great. Let's, we'll, we'll shoot some beautiful B-roll. We'll, um, I'll, I'll, can I just get a release, just get, like, a release form for, for that performance? Just a little, because uh, address stuff, send you a check. Um, uh, uh, so. Chris. Chris, Chris, wonderful. Chris. Chris uh, um, yeah, but I, I guess, um, yeah, I... Are you all right, love? And you see Becky is there, just sort of, <laughs> just sort of crying a little bit. That's going to be okay. You're going to be on TV. It's going to be great. That all Marcus, he's going to be, oh, he'll be jealous of you um, getting to show up. Um, no one ever you know? comes back from the woods. Well, that, I mean, they'll, I, well, they, well. I told him not to go. I told him, I begged him. I, I said that I'd be his friend forever too. And he said it wasn't good enough. He said that his friend Marcus, he's the true friend. And that they'll always have playtime together. And I... <laughs> well, it's my kid, fault. It's... it's my fault. Well, kid, it sounds like you've learned a very important lesson about staying away from the boots, right? Truly wonderful, the mind of a child. Runs right? in between you and goes into the house running away crying. <sighs> Stage fright. It's a hell of a thing. Mm. Happens to the best of us. I'd, um, I'd love to 
I'd, I'd love to get a, a word with with Heather. I think before I speak to the rest of the yeah, group. I, I think her, the the. The yeah, the dad. The dad sort of goes. Um, let me just go check on her. Oh, uh, sure, we'll sign uh, any any. It's just let me just go check on her. She's very oh, cut, up, cut about her friends. So and sort of goes of off. Course. So yes. So feel free, Sandy. Heather. Yes, Sandy. Just, um, just um, over here. Over just can I just have a word? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hey, 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 great, perfect job on the hair. Um, so we're gonna need a Thank full oh, reset. No, we, no, no, I know, but I. It's look. It, it, yeah, it's no. Not, hey, uh, what's going on here with pies? But, no, fine. Um, and I'll just point down at mm-hmm. where we're standing, which is sort of between these footprints, these yeah. sort of wet, watery, and bloody footprints on the ground that come yeah. out of the house. And go around. You, yeah. you seen this? Is that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Ah. Uh, and did did I hear the the uh, the the kid talking about the woods? Because and then I'll sort of follow with my hand and point in the same direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. They 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 did say Marcus was going to go into the woods. Uh huh. I think that's what he's done. That does seem to look like that is definitely what Marcus and someone has mm. done. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's good. These sorts of places, they're really local communal spots for, for people, and 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 really and local people. communal spots for bleeding children to wander into woods alone or not alone with somebody else that you're. Are we going to have to go and check that this kid's okay? Yes. We are, aren't we? Because otherwise, I'm I'm the health and safety expert. You're you're the one that's got the medical certificate, yeah. You've done your CPR course. Yeah. 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 Surely this is a situation for the... Local authorities? Like I, 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 Do I, I don't, I don't see any local authorities on the way in. But, well, no, but that that man Chris said something about phoning the constabulary. I think they must have someone, you know, a guy with a truncheon or something. He can go into the woods. Look, I don't want to go into the woods with right. these shoes on. Uh, Colin, I would say you're you've managed to extract yourself. <laughs> yeah, maybe you still have the legs on or something. Yeah, still got the legs on. <laughs> yeah, Colin, we were gonna shoot B-roll, mate. Well, <laughs> do I, should I put it back on? Yeah, get back, back in, back in. <laughs> Sandy, okay. zip him back up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sandra, he needs do... at least a, a five, ten minute break and some hydration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're okay. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's yeah. hot in Lord yeah. Peter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn around time. Turn around time. I get it. Um, thanks. Thanks, Sandy. Um, right. But, but I mean... What are we doing? There's there's bloody footprints going from the house into the woods. We think it's probably this Marcus kid. There's also someone else. Sandy, there's another set. That, Sandy, and it, I, thought that was a, I thought that was a need-to-know hierarchy kind of thing. Maybe. 
Do you want me to he's go check right it out? right here. And look, if we're going, he's coming with us. It's Colin. He doesn't look at things. Yeah, yeah we, we go up the chain here, Sandy, not down the chain. I thought we'd explain that. Yeah, right. it, look, it okay, should go fine, up the chain. Fine, 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 fine. You can stand around doing whatever the fuck it is you want to do with your chains, and uh, I'm going to see if um, uh, Alan has a phone I can use. And she sort of... Sorry, who's, who's Alan? <laughs> She's oh, Alan's lovely. <laughs> Sorry, Alan. Oh, Alan's Alan? lovely. Alan's lovely. Alan's he's lovely. A pharmacist. Who is Alan? He, oh, he's, he's lovely. He's, he's a pharmacist. Gone. Already knocking on the door. Already knocking on the door. Does he he's have a community? Does handsome. he have a sort of a community? Would one you would, might one use the word hero? I mean, you could use the word hero. <laughs> Certainly had this look. I'm not there, but certainly had the jawline. Um, I'm hearing you, Colin, use the word hero. You're a very average person. Then, yeah, he's a like, he's a hero. Okay, great. Well, this is a respin on Lord Peter suddenly becoming. It's it's turned from a heel to (laughs) to actual hero. Uh, Um, Sandy, I'll just say, Sandy, you go to knock on the door uh, or ring hmm. the bell. And the door opens, and a lady opens it. Uh, one you recognise from the person that was watching you at the window. Uh, hair sort of like almost tapered down into like a plait. Uh, glasses, very sort of prim and proper look. Yes. May I help you? Oh, hello. Um, uh, I was just speaking to um, Alan before. Yes. Um, I just wondered if you had a telephone we could use. There's been a bit of trouble. Um, house across the way Alan's busy maybe now oh, well that's that's fine um do you have a phone that, that we could use I have a phone right it is sort of an emergency that we're pretty sure that young young Marcus from across the road is missing we think he might be in trouble. I'd get out of here if I were you. We don't take too kindly to city folks coming in and nosing about in our business. We're not nosing around in anybody's business. There's been a flood in the house across the road and a whole family and a child is missing. I'm just asking to use a phone. I don't mean to impose. You should be careful of the water. It's very dangerous around here. And shuts the door. Turns around. (laughs) Rather bemusedly walks back to the others. Sandy, do you reckon we can film Alan? Nope. <laughs> right. Oh. B-roll it is. Yeah. Um, um, Sandy, they really okay? don't... That... I don't know who that was, um, but she... I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't like it here. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't really like it this, here either. This, I think anyone's going to try and help this kid. Shit. 
Are you sure? We should. I mean, if that lady is anything to go by, and you said that the people in the other house, they heard noises, like people were in trouble, and so they shut the doors and waited till they stopped. Colin, mate, don't This isn't... You're, a, you're an adult, Colin. <laughs> No, well, you're just, just confusing talk, him at this mate. point. Is he is Colin, he is he on the talk, chain man. or is he at the bottom of it? Does Colin, he have to put his hand up? Say what is you he want. allowed to talk? We give you permission to speak, Colin. Come on, out with it. Thank you, Killian. Um, we should help because because <laughs> like because they didn't. But also, we should. It's it's just the right thing to do. It's what heroes do. We aren't heroes, Colin. We film the heroes. We aren't the heroes, mate. But, okay, well, we could film you being a hero and then we can be the heroes who film the heroes. No, well, hold on. Hold on. Colin's, uh... Well, I mean, Colin's onto something here. If it's if that's what it's going to take, Heather, we have Noel here with us right now, right? We have a missing... Oh, I yeah. <laughs> Who's I looking? I, we absolutely Sandy. don't. But I. But but you're right. Sandy, you've been wrangling Noel. Where's Noel? You went to wash. His you face. went to wash his face in the water. Well, well done. I'm going to check on Sandy. And I'm going to check on Doctor Colin. You lost I'm gonna, Noel. I'm going to check. I'm going to look. He's fine. He's. I'm going to check on him. I'm just going to. I'll. I'll check on him. I'll check on him. And well, Sandy, like, walk. Runs <laughs> to the other house, yeah, and knocks on this door. Yeah, uh, uh, Chris Higson opens it and goes, "I was going to ask, um, your friend just left. I don't know if you, sorry, yeah, he just walked straight out, like he washed his face and then just went straight out into the woods. So what, out the out the back or yeah, yeah. Look, uh, he, he, look, he left his uh, left his coat." And you see, he picks up like the Noel Kelly laser with like Noel Kelly on the back. Hit oh, Noel Kelly's loves heroes. That coat. He loves that coat. Headphones. <laughs> Not all okay. 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 Well, th- thank you. Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll take those. Um, not a problem. We'll just he's he's probably gone off to. It was, it was strange though. Like he was talking about he was talking about that he had to go find the kid. He said that it was important. That he said that. You know, I need to make make sure that the kid was okay and that uh, a playtime was coming. I just yeah, <laughs> Noel is just he really does care about his fans, and right. that's that's great. That's what we love about him. But we better go and make sure that he's fine. And I'll take the coat and the uh, head, just whatever he is holding. And sure. again, walk, run back yeah. towards the others with like a really. Pained grimace on my face. Absolutely. Um, Gillian, smile. I'm not an inspector. <laughs> Colin, mate. We have Noel's, to... Noel's, Noel's fucking gone in the woods. Noel's oh, fucking gone in the woods. Bollocks. He went out the back door and he's gone in the fucking woods. Oh, bollocks. So, see, a gap in the filming, a gap in the release schedule, we could just do reruns, but <laughs> I can't, I cannot lose Noel. Yeah, no. I mean, none of us can. So. Uh, uh, oh. I mean, Sandy, how did so, you lose Noel? Well, he well, went to a bathroom to wash his face. You're to supposed be, to wash I'm his face. To, I'm no. supposed to wash his face. Kill you, <laughs> mate. We, 
I, I mean, I should have, because I, I hit him with the pie, so really it's my fault. Um, Look, I, not, I'm Colin, happy Colin, to apportion. I'm Sandy. happy to apportion equal blame between both Sandy and Colin for this. Thank you. That's Gideon. fine. We can agree on that. Dodge the bullet there. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, you are my rock. You are the only one who understands me. Got to kill him. <laughs> where is he? He's in the woods. He's in the woods. I don't fuck. I don't fucking know where he is. He's gone in the woods. So we should go to the woods. We should go oh, to the woods. We can't. We absolutely that, cannot go to the to the woods. That is a terrible idea, Sandy. What 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 are you thinking? We could make the title Noel More Heroes. Well, yeah, if he's dead and it's the that's documentary, so we've grim, got to find Colin. him. That's... Colin, that is grim. But if, okay, if look, we're not going after him, then we should rename fine. the show. Tone, tonal shift, I guess, from what I was right. going to suggest before. Heather, yeah. Heather, we have a camera. We yeah. have a missing child. Yeah. And we have, we have Noel, who's gone yeah. to get... The child. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. this is either this is either the beginning of a really wonderful little sort of documentary Jones. where Jones. where Noel saves a child who's gone off in the woods. Okay. Great. Or or it is the beginning of a harrowing piece where we discover how Noel's fucking died. Okay. <laughs> and look, both of those they're gonna look great on you and Marcus's fucking CV. Okay, both of those you can spin those. I'm sure you Losing can. Losing Noel is not gonna look good on my CV, Sandy. I gotta be real. No, it might okay. look good on Killian's CV. But... It won't look good on my CV because Dad said he could only lend me Noel for a short time, and I, I've lost Noel. Shit. I am going to get. Let's go get him back. Let's go get okay. him back. Let's, okay. let's go words. get him back. Into the woods. We, go... we just go. It's just woods. It's woods. Get... It's literally woods. It's woods. Should we? With four the adults. Before? We are four adults, and it's just the don't, words. Don't, Colin, don't put the costume, don't, Colin. Costume off, I've leave the costume. I've <laughs> no, 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 Colin, 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 schedule's changed, mate. Colin's okay, sorry. Keep up, sorry, Colin, thanks. keep up. Okay. okay. So with Lord Peter depressurizing, and slowly but surely, you, I assume, follow those wet footprints into the woods? And just before we end tonight's session, I'm going to invoke a stage rule. Oh, God. Uh, I bet that's not good. Applies to all the scenes. It's called... Is it a, it's just a little stage rule called Isolated. All characters must complete a separate foreboding or wits roll at the end of each scene, taking one damage to all abilities should they fail. The challenge value is four... We can't lose Colin. I'll be fine. There is still two weird left in the scene pool. Do, do, have we had an opportunity at any point during this scene, I guess, to get any of the points we've spent back by playing into our... Not no. yet. Not yet. At the end of the scene, and then between scenes, you will get uh, the chance okay. to do it. Okay, I see. Nice I see, I see. try. Nice no, try. No, no, I'm not trying. I'm just trying to understand the game. I, under, I, I perceive you. You are perceived, my friend. Please never perceive me. It's my least favorite thing. Um, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so it will be either a foreboding or a wits it. check of challenge rating four. 
your choice. So foreboding is related to the soul pool, and then wits are related to the the mind pool. There are two weird points remaining, so people want to use it to either change whichever pool you want to spend ability points from, or add a plus one to after the roll, anything like that. But they are up for grabs. Well, I'm going to spend two of my soul. I'm going to spend one mind. Okay. I am going to... What were the... Sorry, it was wits or... So wits or foreboding, so... Wits or foreboding, so soul or mind, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to spend points for it. I'm going to... No, I'm just going to... I'm going to let this ride. I'm going to try and hit over a four. Uh, But I have to say which one it is, right? I mean, I trust you on it. So I, I won't I'm going to say soul. I'm going to say soul from the soul? off. I'm okay. going to say soul from the off, and I'm, I'm going Any, to... Anything for you, James, before we roll? Yeah, uh, so so what's the order of operation of this? I have to say what I'm going to roll. I roll it, and then I can add something. So we've got uh, two weird still remaining. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to add something from... Say if you're going to... So you've got... There's two abilities you can use if you yeah. wanted to add stuff to it. So foreboding is yeah. soul, or yeah. uh, wits is uh, mind. So you could spend some of those points already, already having those plus ones. Or you could use, after the roll, you could use a point from the weird pool to add a plus one point per point. Or, right, right, you right, could, right. or you could use the weird to change whichever ability it is. If you've got, say, if you've got a lot in strength, you might want to use that instead. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to roll, I'm going to roll wits. Yep. I'm not going to add anything to it just because if I lose, I'm going to, regardless of whether I add something, then I've, I'll have added, I'll have just thrown points after points. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's roll that weird check. So you need more. more. Come on. That's a three plus one. So four. Four. So Marcus makes it. Uh, Colin makes it. Uh, Sandy, what did you get? Sorry. It's uh, three plus nothing. There's still a point. There's points in the weird pool if you want to take a plus one at the end. But there's yeah. also, I see James has also got. Oh, oh, hang on. How many points are in the weird pool? There's two points in the wood. I James, take them. That's fine. It's not uh, worth it. I'll it's not it. worth it. It isn't worth it. I got for you, my dude. I love Sandy, you. it. Sandy, it, it, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Well, okay. You, okay. All right. I will so, take the one. I will take the one to bump mine to a four then. All right. So that is great. Uh, so Heather, you do take uh, one damage to each of your abilities. That's fine. Body. That's fine. Yeah, I'm. I'm not that low on anything, so I'm, I'm. I can take it. So as you sort of trundle away into the forest, and as the greenery closes around you, as the end of scene one, the scene at the Neville House. But we now go into between scenes, which is the recovery stage. So instantly, everyone can recover one point from any ability. So I'll let you do that now. And then we can go around and discuss facets, if anyone used a facet and stuff, and we can just talk about it through and obviously give examples. We'll be going to be very nice about this bit, to be fair. And similar with Bonds, if you felt like, oh, I played out this uh, relationship with someone really well, just name it, and then we can agree on that as well. So uh, any facets for people? I'm going to put forward that I was very arrogant. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No argument there. <laughs> All right. I think that's agreed. So, yeah, Marcus, you can yeah. gain another uh, ability point of any of your choosing. Any other facets? Uh, I might argue that that I, I feel that um, uh, I feel that Sandy has been quite brash. I feel. I think that's something I've 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 done. I I walked into the straight into the house when the door was open mm, and it was a little bit creepy. Did. 
I've been flirting with a guy uh, on the job. Um, Is he handsome? <laughs> you were demanding to head into the woods. I, I'm, yes, yeah, that's I, true. I, yeah. I, 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 when we had other options still. Yeah, I, I, I'd be happy with that if everyone else is happy with that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right, I, so I'm going to go ahead and load up Dispassionate. <laughs> I feel so too. Yeah, you do. You do. You but you're also purposeful because you're like, oh, fine, whatever, whatever. So yeah, I think I'd be happy with that as well if everyone else is okay. So feel free to regain uh, a point of your ability. Anything for you, Reese? I'd go with people pleasing. I think. I think there, so. There's, there's been a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so too. I think the moment you put that suit on, stop. Don't do that. Music <laughs> <laughs> it haunts Please still. don't. Please don't. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> That was brilliant. I'm actually sort of gutted. It's glorious. I'm actually kind of gutted that that. I mean, it made sense, but I'm sort of gutted that we're not bringing the Lord Peter costume into the woods with us. (laughs) Oh, it'll follow us. It'll be be around. Yeah, I trust. I trust Fiona to not leave that behind. (laughs) Um, Absolutely damp. (laughs) It is very damp. Has Um, anyone has anyone seen the movie Nope? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so no, but Lord Peter, <laughs> <laughs> just from the sky. Uh-huh. You cut so, that out. That music. You, you cut that out. Right he won't. He won't do it, James. He's not gonna do it. I hate this. Any. <laughs> you can. You can mute it. <laughs> any bonds? Any? Any? Any plays up to relationships? Anyway, or strong reactions? That would be the. Uh, we end I, I mean, I've been. I've, I feel I've been exceptionally protective of Colin. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I think so too. I completely so. support that. Okay, let's. You can regain another skill, uh, another point. Sorry. Fantastic. Any? I think that means I'm clear. Mm-hmm. I think that means I'm clear. Right. Anyone else? For anyone else? I feel like I was relying on Heather a lot. I don't know. That, yeah. Oh I no. Think for sure. True. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yep. Feel free to regain that point as well. That was to fall too. I don't feel like I've been very team team playery with Sandy. So I'm <laughs> gonna say I'm definitely did not That's fine. That. That's it's fine. Your, it's your natural instinct to fight me on everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I think because maybe because you but you're playing that dispas- this this passionate role better. Yeah. I think because you're just like you're tired, you're trying to get things done, and you don't have time for bullshit, even from your oldest friend. What about we'll, you? We'll team Colin? up in the woods. We'll team up in the woods. It'll be fine. What about you, I'm Colin? So looking. For- I, I, I think uh, there've been a couple of in all moments, but I don't feel they're like they're strong enough yet to have sure. to, to qualify a recovery. But that's, that's I'm, I'm open to I'm open if people want to correct me on I th- that. I but. think I do feel that's the same thing. I don't think particularly open. I think that people pleasing thing came out for sure. Yeah, uh, I think. Brilliant. But but the in awe of Killian isn't. It's not quite there yet. Not, not yet, not yet. But there's still time. There's still time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, gentle residents and visitors alike, thank you for joining us for this first session of Solemn Vale. Uh, we will be back next weekend. In the meantime, uh, we're going to go quickly around. We're going to do uh, opposite way. So it'll be then Pip, then Reese, mm. then James. I know, okay. and then Adam. <laughs> uh, just a quick outro way we can find you, folks. What you're up to, etc. Uh, and then I've got some plugs at the end. So take it away for me, Pip, please. Okay. Uh, thanks everyone for coming in and 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 watching us play. Um, I've been Pip Gladwin. Uh, you can find me at Pip underscore Gladwin on that site. That is still Twitter. Um, uh, and um, as far as plugs go, uh, I'm going to take the onus off of James, and uh, uh, I'm going to plug um, 
Realms of Peril and Glory, the podcast that James and I are here representing, um, we are doing a live show at Woo-hoo. the uh, London Podcast Festival on September the 10th at 4.30pm. Tickets are uh, £9.50 and at this moment in time still available, but not for long fingers crossed not after this stream um, not after this stream <laughs> um so if you head to realmspod.com slash live to get your tickets we're going to be playing in our um uh, fantasy world of Vale, mm. uh, which we've done a whole campaign of and a bunch of little side stories but you need not have any knowledge of the games or who any of us are in order to enjoy the show it's going to be a, a lovely entry point um and the uh wonderful uh naomi clark who you will have seen on uh actual play uk with my mm. multiple game and other stuff sorry naomi i can't remember um uh she will be uh joining myself and james here uh, as well as our wonderful gm zach and maddie Searle and mm. laura girling um and me um <laughs> uh, i'll be there <laughs> I'll uh, be there. and you can point at our faces in real life and go what's that um yeah so so please do join us um it's king's place it's right by king's cross station it's super easy to get to and we'd love to see you there and that is my plug What's the date for that show? Just oh, God, I did say it. I think I said it. 10th of September. September the 10th. There we go. September the 10th. Oh, yeah. Sunday, September the 10th. Thank I've you. got my ticket. Whoa, look at that. Whoa. Well, guess who's next? It's Reese. It's this guy. Um, hello, I'm Reese Lawton, and I uh, have no, absolutely no continuity in the names I use across social media platforms. Um, <laughs> so you can look at my website, which I think I have. Uh, so, <laughs> mystery. you know what? Ty- type in reeselawton.com, see what happens. Uh, if it's me, cool. If it isn't, I really, Let me need, know. To update- <laughs> I really need to update that. Um, I'm here, uh, also plugging Who Lives Who Dice, uh, mm. which is a, a bi weekly, die weekly, um, <laughs> podcast and uh, YouTube stream, uh, mm. at Who Lives Who Dice, uh, li- Who Lives. L-I-V-E-S, who dice, D-I-C-E. Um, and it's quite fun, run by lovely people, and including the wonderful Naomi Clark, who is uh, yeah. glorious, yes, who's glorious and wonderful and all the things that people should be. Um, and, yeah, I, I I think that's it. Oh, I, I also, I don't know if this is relevant, but I also do a comedy podcast, uh, comedy interview podcast or the quantum leopard podcast which is nice. based off of the london's loveliest stand-up comedy night um oh. and yeah so it's it's very much no kicking down policies and is lovely so yeah Aww. so follow that as well if you fancy oh thanks thank you brilliant uh moving on to james Hi, uh, yeah, I'm James Barbarossa. Um, the live show really was the the, the big plug, but but I'm going to go ahead and uh, be the one to plug Realms of Peril and Glory. Uh, it's uh, it's a wonderful show. Many of our of our cast have been have have graced this this lovely uh, stream. Um, we've got so many different series to check out. Lots of different vibes. If you love the spooky stuff, I've got to say I have to recommend. Pip's own mm-hmm. c- uh, cyborg series is yes. definitely so very creepy. That's coming out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if I so, mean, if you like that, it's kind of the episode that's coming out on Monday is creepy. It's very creepy. <laughs> so uh, that we've we've got that. 
Um, we've also got uh, our 10th season was High School of Horror, mm. very much a, a, a sort of 80s horror. Um, and our our seventh season was The Witch is Dead. Uh, so if you like aspects of spookiness in these forms, uh, you should absolutely check us out at realmspod.com slash listen or at Realms of Power and Glory on your pod catcher of choice. Thank you very much. And last but by no means least, Adam, please take it away, birthday boy. Hey. Um, well, yes, I am Adam. I am the DM over at Gunpowder Treason No Plot, which is a cosmic horror-themed homebrew D&D podcast where we're running a sort of a long-form 1 to 20 campaign. It's been going for a few years now, and the show releases uh, fortnightly, so you can find it pretty much on any podcast provider under Gunpowder Treason No Plot. If you like the sort of uh, long character-driven story that's very... Uh, enriched with horror throughout it's the sort of show for you i'd say um other than that you can also catch me on uh, these streams so i pip and myself are actually both on the delta green mm-hmm. delta green stream we are which, ongoing thursday mm-hmm. nights thursday mm-hmm. nights so you know you can find me in both of those places fantastic thank you and i'll be remiss not to in, uh, reintroduce myself so when i'm not playing sad children and possibly creepy creepy water uh my name is fiona <laughs> i run what's my rolling which is twice monthly rpg one shot podcast i also do the dn's book club but if you're like ah dnd forever and we're like nah, okay uh we do a weekly book club podcast which talks about that law and see how we can make it better and improve it and all the way around um so go check this out uh, i'm gonna quickly do some plugs uh please please subscribe to the twitch actual play uk channel and onto youtube as well because we're going to have the VOD for this and all of our other streams out on the YouTube there as well. Uh, We've also got several streams coming up. One has already been mentioned. We've got Delta Green on Thursdays, a little mini campaign. We've got people from Troll of Two-Ton Bridges, Realms of Peril and Glory, Gunpowder Treason, No Plot, and Chaotic Neutral Games. Uh, Next week, there's also us again on Friday. We've got Solemn Vale coming up again, part two, Electric Boogaloo in Solemn Vale. And then after that, we have Drake's on a Plane. Uh, it is a D&D show. We've got D20 Future, League of Stupid. Uh, two, uh, I am reading this. Two Cobalts in a trench coat and some other heroes. I think I assume that is the name of the podcast rather than just we couldn't get anyone in for this one. And Troll of Two Ton Bridges as well. They're all going to be on it for this first and the 8th of September for a D&D one shot called Drake's on a Plane, which is going to be excellent. Uh, Thanks so much to our wonderful producer and the person that's been keeping us all tucked in well and checking in us over is John of the incredible music, incredible scoring and... <laughs> Thanks, it was already they were already ready it's it. amazing uh, thank you for watching actual play uk uh, you can find us on uh, twitter if that still exists by the time you're looking at this uh, and instagram at at actual play uk with all that out of the way i'm gonna say good night uh stay hydrated and uh don't have nightmares goodbye Will the team behind Knoll's Heroes be able to find missing child Marcus along with their missing host? Find out next time on What Am I Rolling? The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's players were Pip, James, Adam and Reese. 
This episode's RPG was Solemn Vale, a narrative-driven storytelling game where the players tell abhorrent tales of horror and the supernatural. Published by Dirty Vortex. You can find out more and grab your own copy on their website, dirtyvortex.net. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on social media at WAIR underscore podcast for latest news on upcoming episodes. Also, join our Discord. There's a link in the show notes. And remember, adventurers need not apply. <laughs>